later in tonight's show. When I see this though, I think that I have consumed like absinthe or something and I'm like having some kind of like trip. Right? Maybe is- I did some <laughs> mushrooms. Maybe there's some real psychedelic going on. I've been laying there. I've just been like stare, stare, staring at a, a logo of Navi Nation, just chanting <laughs> it, saying Simple's name like over and over as I'm doing ayahuasca in some forest. And then this team pops into my head. Finally, I found what I was looking for. Now that my search is over, it's going to be a tough choice. But fortunately, no need to choose when you can just have them all. Buy and sell skins on bitskins.com. Best esports odds. VIP program and a variety of bonuses. Fast and easy withdrawals. Bet on every possible CSGO match and tournament. As well as any other esports game. Only on 22Bet. We're live. Fucking hell. Dimitri didn't count us in there at all. <laughs> Still, we're live. Jesus, that yeah, was shocking to my system. 700 episodes oh, of yeah. the same Normally fucking I listen to Lucas. old but... fucking intro with Damn. simple from, you know, seven eras ago. Like people I... see it, can't even recognize him anymore. He's like aged half, half of his life has passed since that's a picture. I just feel like a deer in the headlights. I don't have the preview as we're going. It's over here. I'd have to look over here to see it. So Dimitri just goes, we're live. And I was like, fucking hell. But we are live. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Counter-Strike fans across the globe, welcome back to another episode of HLTV Confirmed, brought to you in conjunction by our wonderful, wonderful sponsors. So we'll get them at the top of the show. Bitskins, you want to get yourself a Dragon Law? I'm sure they've got one. Steel Series, mouse pads, mice, keyboards, headset. They've got all the good stuff. Uh, And away you go. Uh, And uh, well, finally, 22Bet, remember to gamble responsibly uh tonight on the show we've got prof uh he's gonna be the right hand man striker he couldn't make it he's gonna be fined a hundred thousand dollars i do believe prof you can be the one uh taking that hundred grand yes i will and i will put it all on red okay all on red 100 grand on red uh sticking with, sticking with the good stuff now producing tonight will be dimitri and not lucas so uh be gentle with dimitri you know he, he doesn't do this all the time we'll, we'll see how we go normally we have no dramas and uh well replacing striker counter-strike pundit well known around the counter-strike world we have daniel jackson uh live from the west Walk coast one, of boys. england uh daniel jackson thank you for joining us i know that you're a busy man in the counter-strike landscape uh joining us this evening to fill the, the the shoes of striker how do you feel about it i'm feeling good thank you okay and uh our guest tonight is none other than flames uh he's been talking the town he's hot to trot and uh, recently just joined Vitality, one of the uh, biggest conversations of the player break thus far. Uh, Flames, uh, people, people keep asking, and we've had this conversation before. They want to know how to say your name correctly. And I've told them, I've told them you said you don't care. Do you <laughs> still know? No, care? no, I do care. I do care. You care, I do care. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he changed his mind. I that's heard. the thing. That's the thing. I told you this in I Am Fall, I think it was. Yeah. When I play good, I'm Flamesy. When I don't play good, I'm Flames. But the original name is Flamesy. The original name, you know, back in Israel when I started playing, it was Flames. How do we know? What if it's you get one kill on the pistol, you just Flames? 
Yeah, yeah. Well, you've got an ace. You're playing. Like, yeah, yeah. When I play Goodman, you, you have you, you were playing before. You know when I play. We have to game, sense right? that. I have to. Yeah, sense you it. have to sense when I play good. When I feel the game, then you call me flames. Okay. All right. So it, we can chop and change, and and I guess it could be subjective, Prof. It could be our opinion. Is he playing well? He has a couple kills, but he's had a couple bad deaths. So I think we get to decide as the viewer at home, Prof. Uh, how, how do you feel about that naming? Uh, I, I, think I guess it's, regime. It's definitely out there. I would say it's, it's out different. there. It's definitely pushing the boundaries. It's adding something new, a bit of spice, a bit of a bit of fire to the to the analysis, to the commentary, to the punditry that we that we're doing right here. So I appreciate it for for that uh, for that side. And of course, then we'll see how it develops. Maybe it backfires. Yeah, and it might develop more over the years. Maybe you'll have a couple of other. Uh, you know, like people in chat saying, "Flame easy." Right, that's Flame that you know. We oh, yeah, they, we got they type it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the, a lot or not that a lot depends on maybe. which area we're <laughs> talking about. No, no. When I when I play good, like when I do a highlight, they usually type flame and then easy with big caps. But yep. but I only see it on Twitch chat. I don't think you can even chant it like in a, in a arena. What I, I don't think so either. It's so not really rolling off the tongue. It's not really rolling off the yeah, tongue. I think. Flame, oh. easy. Yeah, no chance. Well, let's get into the hot seat, shall we, Dimitri? Roll the bumper and then we can get chit chatting. All right, we're back, we're back, and we're working on a counter here together. We're getting it done. Dimitri evolving me too. Uh, all right, so the hot seat tonight, we got Flames or Flamesy. Uh, I'll let you guys decide if he's doing a good job of the interview or not. So uh, the people in chat, <laughs> you guys can work it out. But uh, we're whacking you on the hot seat for this evening. We're going to have a conversation uh, with you about, well, recent events, and obviously the biggest being you joining Vitality. Uh, but I don't think we'll start there. I think we'll just do a quick little summary, right? You played in the local scene of Israel. You go to Endpoint. You won a little Mighty Max's men. You graduate to OFG, you're there for almost two years. Then there's this team called Vitality. They win the last major. They go, hey, why don't we have a roster change? This kid, he's free, and we know he's pretty good. And Spinks is like, yeah, I used to play with him once upon a time. And then uh, now you're part of Vitality as one of the hottest signings of the entire break. You're 20 years of age. You're a lovely personality. We love to have uh, you on the show here and get to talk to you. And uh, we're going we're gonna to dig into things. Now, Prof's the man that writes the... Um, the runner show, as it were, or the questions. So he, I would imagine, Prof, when you're doing this, you have an idea of where you want the conversation to go and how you want it to flow. Well, you, you can imagine. imagine that. You can yeah. imagine that. So where would you start? <laughs> because you've written last year with OG. Now, for me, Prof, I'd read this and I'd go, that's a bloody tumultuous time. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I saw this conversation evolving from, right? Because mm. in the end, you did leave OG. You decided not to extend your contract. So I think where we need to start is like what led towards that decision and kind of what was the what was the team like? Because from the outside, we saw obviously Nexa. I think the first change was like the Dexter Mantu thing. And then it was like, oh, maybe some good results for a bit. And then eventually Nexa leaves. There's a bunch of just like kind of false starts for, for OG. And the whole of this year just felt like kind of like a placeholder. So am I... Am I kind of on the track, or how did you feel about the the last year? Oh, he's muted. Oh dear. Well, I'll, do you wanna? We can we can talk for him while he fixes this. Yeah, guys. Uh, look, it, it, it was rough. <laughs> there was so many different stand-ins. Like, we next didn't want an in-game lead anymore, and then we had to bring Nico in to do it. And I was like, well, fuck, this guy hasn't played in some time. He's not even a fucking in-game leader, and you know, he's obviously Danish and everything like that. So you know, it was always going to be hard. Uh, like I'm not gonna blame any headset, but like you know, Steel Series, our sponsor, great, very, very dependable, and uh, never happened, never happened to me. 
when I when I was using this. How does it, how did it happen? Do you reckon it, he's he was going so well? We were it smashing must have been, it. Maybe we played the bumper. clicker. Isn't that a cable, just like a wild cable coming in. Let's it could go. be. Look at this. We get to see like him just like wildly trying to fix stuff. <laughs> we'll let you know when we can hear. But this is like a race against time because this this whole this whole segment is dedicated <laughs> to him, right? And asking him questions. So uh, we are floundering right now. I um, hope his start to vitality isn't like this. I think this would be this, would be, this is a horrible start. This is an absolute blunder. Let no, me, but it is it is fun. He's setting a good mood. You know, he's definitely he's definitely can you hear creating. Me now? Yeah, we can yes. hear. Oh yeah, yes. I'm, I'm with the shit hello. mic now, so. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the web, the webcam mic or something. No, no, no. Wait one second. I think we hear you fine. That, so, that sounds good. Yeah, hopefully. You sound because, pretty good to me. Yeah, I'm with the. What happened, bro? I'm, I'm, what I'm happened? Yeah, I'm, I have an issue in my my sound card in my PC. It doesn't work when I plug in the the actual, uh, like an external sound card. It just doesn't work. The microphone just mutes it's, itself. So I'm using now a. I don't know how to call it in English. AUX cable? Cable? Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. We're doing a vintage, mate. You're, you're yeah, so going old school. Good luck. I think if I scream, my mic is going to like get fucked up. But That's I, a good warning good. for everybody, though. At least everybody is, is aware that there could be audio issues coming uh, further. But do you remember the question that Prof asked? Yeah, I just need the last, last few words and I'm good. Yeah, I think uh, essentially just the last year in, uh, in OG, oh, okay, how did yeah. you feel it went? 2023 was disaster. 2022 was the <laughs> like I had. That's what you year. really feel, mate. Yeah, that that year, man, was. <laughs> but overall, I think 2020, uh, 2022, when you know Dexter came in and we had like Neo Frog Fico, I think there was we made like semi-final run in in all the blast tournaments, in, like the spring final and another one I, I don't remember world final. Yeah. I think it was pretty good. You know, I was convinced that we can we can like improve on on a lot of things still and. We can still find ourselves like sort of what works for us very well, and like be, right before the player break, before Christmas, it was I think Blast World final. We make semi final. We we work with a psychologist. Everybody's working very hard, and I think we we sort of find like a, a, a rhythm that we can stick to, and and you can you know we can go off it and start playing very good CS. Um, then I think 2023 we start out. I think Katowice and Blast was like we were very close to get the playoffs, and on Blast we were very close to qualify to Washington. But like obviously Katowice, I was sick, so I, it was like you know the tournament that we just threw out of the window. We don't really care about it, you know. Could have uh, could have been better, but I think right after there, we have like two days before the RMR. Nexa goes on leave. Um, we take in Nico from like you know eternal bench and like free agency. And I'm like, man, I, but I, but I love Nico, so I'm like, you know, convinced. I'm very happy with this decision. And then, and then it it starts off, but it was so shaky, you know. It it didn't feel stable at all. Poor league was just a shit show for us. Um, like this year, like I'm very happy we made a major. Like that's something that I, like I was, like you know, I was very excited and happy, and that was my motivation after seeing all the roster changes. And then you know, and then I I think right now at this point I'm thinking to myself that. 2023 was like a disaster, but we we sort of made it not so bad because we qualified for the major in in these circumstances. But we we just didn't perform. We didn't do anything that you know excites excites a, a player to do like get semi-final, get like playoff runs, play in front of a stage. We didn't do anything of that, so that was a little shaky. I wasn't so happy with with how it ended in in like how how we performed in in the end. I think I am Rio and I am what was it like Dallas? I think we we could have had like. Uh, semi like a uh, playoff runs, but it was also like you know we we 
we choked out the games that were important, but we didn't have like so many things to play with, um, and it, it wasn't stable at all. So I, in, in the end, I think everybody felt that it was just like bad. Feel like a, a lot of players felt burnout. It wasn't just fun to play um, as it was before in in the other part of the year in 2022. So I think overall. 2023, the last last part of OG wasn't so uh, not full of good memories for me. There was like there's some key personnel changes here, right? So like you lose your in-game leader and you lose Morpa towards the very end yeah. here with Dexter being out of an event, but like uh, those are key pieces to be losing throughout this like journey. Now, Prof, is there any way you want to leapfrog off this with OG especially? Because like there's a lot of places I could go from here. You can you can do it if you okay. have an idea. Well, yeah, because like I look at this, Endpoint was your team before this. So OG was your first like big team, a partner team for the Blast event. Was it what you expected it to be, right? Because you're you're 20 years young, right? When you came into this two years ago, I, what were you 18 at the time, or you know you still were a young lad at the time when you first came into to OG? I came to 17, 17 years old. Yeah. So when you when you joined the team and and everything that you've experienced over over the period of time, the almost two years in OG, was it was it what you expected? Was it better than you expected? Like how was the think think it started being? was. It, at the start, it was so nice. Like we we were playing. It was online tournaments, so we made like finals in I am Summer. We lose against Gambit. Back then, they're like insane. Nobody can beat them. Um, then we go playoffs in in ESL Pro League, um, and then Lance come back. And Lance was like at the start, it was very rough for us as a team and for me individually as well. And then I I sort of like got the hang of it. Like you know, in in Endpoint, it was just a lot of tournaments, a lot of tournaments. You play like. Maybe 21 tournaments per uh, per year or something, and you play officials non-stop every day. Maybe two best of three, it's one best of three. Um, and then I came to OG, and at the start, online online-wise, we played just many tournaments because there was nothing to do, um, and we performed very well as well. But then when LAN came, when like LAN came, I, I didn't think it was what I expected. I I thought that tier one players like they're ready to grind CS:GO and they're ready to like you know stick to 25 tournament like you know. Zero fucks given. Just play, 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 because there is no, not not so much pressure on you. I feel like when you when you play those like uh, planes on Cologne, like you know this this kind of stuff, it's not like a huge huge thing to play that sucks pressure on you. And then back then I thought to myself, you know, I've, um, until like 2022 April, I, I thought to myself that Tier One was very different from what I thought in terms of like how how the players operating or like at least how OG was back then. That we just didn't participate in any tournaments. We just uh, show up in the the big ones. The partnered ones, um, you know, the the IEMs and stuff like that, and I expected more of like you know, I just play whatever we can, get in form, go play those big tournaments like uh, like you know, like how last major was with Apex, Monte, Nine, all of these teams. They come in and they have 500 like 200 officials in a year, and they come up against a team with 40 officials. Of course, they're going to be way prepared. They're, like it's the best practice you can wish for to play officials um, at this at this amount of numbers. Hmm. Okay. Uh, was one of the reasons that you were looking to depart OG, like I mentioned it before, but you lost a couple of key pieces. Uh, I know Nex is back now, but he was gone for a significant amount of time. And then like the lack of buying power as well at OG, because we know in the past when there was the the rebuild before that they were looking at some bigger names. Like JKS was rumored in the past to be, this is before the oh, yeah. Biku. Yeah, Neo before Biku Neofrag, yeah, after yeah. The Valde Nico left, yeah. And then, like OG, look at now who they're rumored to potentially be getting, like Fasher and Keto. Like they're also not necessarily like the biggest and like strongest signings, right? So was was that like a reason with OG that you didn't see a future there anymore? I I wasn't part of this decision, sort of. I was like gone before that. Um, 
I also thought they're gonna go. I, I saw rumors like J, uh, JL and Cipher and these kind of players, and I thought maybe that's where they go. But I wasn't uh, part of that direction. I think it was just. Um, I think my ambitions were to to try to have like m- what I want in CS is to ever ever uh, to pick trophies up and try to achieve an era with a team and legacy and be the best I can. And I think with OG. Um, you know, for many reasons, I don't think it's it's uh, it's gonna be so possible or like very po- like possible as I see like vitality for a fit, let's say. So it was just, you know, I I didn't even sort of hear the players out. I think I I talked with with um, I talked with the coach. I saw I had these plans, but I told him that you know there are some offers that if they're gonna if they're gonna come, I'm gonna go go to I'm gonna go play for them. So. If, yeah, oh, some of them are no-brainers, so, right? Liquid, yeah, some of vitality. them. Like, it's, it's like a no-brainer. Of course, yeah. you're going to take those. So I just told him beforehand, like in Dallas, look, so if if some of these offers comes, I'm, like, I'm just going to explore them deeper than, than usual. And then for all the other offers that I had, uh, it was just more like, you know, let's let's see who are the players in the team. Uh, what is what, what can the org, like, what is... The org ambitions, like, do they want to win trophies or do they just want to qualify for two majors a year and and uh, relax with the sticker money? And then I and then I sort of saw what I could, but I also had in mind that I really want to play with an Israeli player, so mouse sports, possibly ants or uh, or uh, vitality. Okay. Okay. I didn't uh, didn't expect that maybe to be like a motivator. What, what why was that a motivating factor for you? Which one? The, the Israeli. Oh, the Israeli. Players. Yeah, because yeah. I just. Like we're all very good friends. You have to you have to understand it. We all see each other like once or two times per month. We go barbecue in uh, in Spink's house. We talk with his mom, his father about everything. We meet his sister. Like you know, it's just completely chill. And I I wanted to and and we all know each other very well and we're good friends. So and I think they're all very good. I think Spink's nets and Exertions are like they're very good friends of mine, but they're also very good players. They're not like um, so. I just the motivation was to to succeed with another Israeli guy. You know, reunite, speak some some of my language. You know, some some Hebrew in in the free time, um, fly from from the airport with him. And like, I think I think this is very valuable for me to have like a few people in the team that I'm very connected to. Yeah. Does it also culturally does it does it add something to the team? Because obviously, it <laughs> it is different. I know you're specific about what you eat and stuff like that. Yeah. You get you get you got bullied in OG for that. With oh, some no. of them, no, no, because I eat like a absolute like I eat like a monkey man. I eat, I don't know how to eat food, <laughs> but but like what do you mean? Like if you see me, I have some pictures on my phone, but I'm not sure I can show. Like I'm not sure you'll see them, but I eat a lot of stuff. Like okay, first of all, I eat kosher food, but the second thing is sure. that. A lot of the times I eat with my hands. This is how I, it's easier for me. It fits me the most. And when you come to a team with 27-year-old Valde back then or 26 or something, and he's like, you know, official Rolex out in the back. You know, <laughs> and he sees some guy eats pizza and takes the cheese off and then puts it, like, rolls it up and puts it in his mouth. He's like, man, you're, you need to learn, like, how to, to eat in a restaurant. <laughs> and, then, and then slowly... No, but it's. I think it. It was more like for your question, Prof. It was more um, like in the culture, like in the Jewish culture. It's like how I was raised. At this, it was, you're very social with people, and I think with Europeans, European players, some of them are less social than what I know in like Nerd Spinks uh, or like the rest of the Israeli scene. And it just fits me more when people are able to like express their emotions or like you know I have a problem, let's sort it out. And I just know they will give me that. And if you have one guy in the team like that, 
um, it helps a lot or helps me in the like a lot to 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 make the team environment better to play better so that was like the motivation that was there but I think it was just how how the people are um like how the CS Israeli players are are in 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 what I know of them at least okay all right well we look at uh you entering like this off season right and it was Dallas I think where people start to talk about the fact that you you know you didn't have a renewed contract with OG you're essentially on the market from that point like going for, uh, forward from the end of Dallas but you go into the break and you the rumors are that you already have like a lot of offers from like big names um, and you're one of the hottest you know prospects out there on the market at the time like people are saying it's a no-brainer to pick you up the fact you're free you know you're an upgrade to a lot of players like it must have felt like you were on top of the world right going into the, the transfer window you had you, you pick at the litter of, of teams of where you wanted to go so how was that whole process uh, it was I was talking with you know my agent Jerome, and I was man like this is there is like a little headache to it, but obviously there was some offers that I didn't really look into because the because some offers were just like way better, um, and when I say way better, like every aspect of the other organization um, is better, like you know what they can offer you, the players in the team, the 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 partnerships they have with ESL and Blast. So some offers I I, I kind of like you know. I think it was like just you know like happily replying no to them, um, and then I moved on and started hearing a lot more uh, a lot more of the teams and projects. Like I, I think I gave it some time, but um, it wasn't you know I, I think the benefit of having that the like Jerome by my side is that I didn't have to do anything basically. I, I just you know I I played Dallas back then I think and he sorted everything out for me. Um, he knows what I want. Um, like in terms of like what players I look to play with, um, who fits me more, and and I think it was just, it felt like you know I was very happy that I that people seek out and and think like that I'm good like the orcs and the players in other teams, um, but it was also you know let me worry about the game first. I'm Dallas. Uh, these kind of tournaments throw them out the way and play, try to achieve like playoffs and deep runs, and let the, let Jerome take care of business basically. So it sounds like it's been a quite a good experience for you. <laughs> I I enjoyed I enjoyed the start. At, at the end it wasn't so it's it wasn't in the end of the like you know before signing with Vitality, I think it was like a little more headache because you know you have to like the the like the the things they get more tight. You know when you speak to an organization, it's it's nine times more serious than the first uh, the first meeting. But I think uh, obviously like it wasn't such a headache. Like I didn't feel like. Uh, like I'm dying in in pressure or work. I I just said like I want to pick trophies. I'm gonna go to the team that I think uh, I have the best chance in lifting some trophies. Uh, the people that I'm gonna like the most and they're gonna fit my personality the most. And that that was basically it. Hmm. Okay. Did you uh, talk to Nerds after you saw his tweet regarding oh, yeah, like, the whole man. situation? Because I saw you reply to it. Did you have a talk to him about it? I think, I, yeah, yeah. The same day we played Rocket League, like 20 matches, man. The same day, like, <laughs> I, I said, but I think it, he, his argument was pretty much fair, you know. He, like, they're the best team in the world. Why take the risk? Uh, so I didn't have anything personal against him. I talked to him at Teamspeak. Um, and he said that, you know, obviously... It's very like it's odd, but if the roster works out, it's a very threatening roster. So I, I sort of heard his opinion um, about how it looks like, but his argument was mostly that um, you know it's a, a dangerous move, which everybody knows. And then and then I, I basically I didn't even give him the argument. You know, people in I think Maniac was what they one writing to him a lot. 
but uh, but we have nothing like personal against each other. First of all, bro, everybody messaged me, do you have beef with nerds? Is anything <laughs> happened? And two days after we're in barbecue in some house, man, chilling, talking with each other. I don't think that there is nothing. I think his argument was first. I didn't take it in so so deeply and we're just like normal friends, you know. Did he so, know at the time what was happening? Did he know that you were going to no, nobody the right uh, Like only my brother knew. Only my big brother. Okay, so if we need leaks from above flames, you know who to hit up. Well, he kept a secret. He didn't tell anybody else, did he? Uh, well, I actually, pay, maybe I he pay, did. I pay him five k euro to shut up. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, he's saying in chat right now he, he's wants five hundred bucks from people in chat to come and slap you. So money's getting thrown around the household right now, man. Make sure the doors locked. Fucking hell. Oh, we love money, the Jewish people. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Okay, so uh, where are we at here? We we're talking about the off season where you're at and you being in this awesome position. Obviously, vitality. Your your reasons for getting there. We've just we've discussed some of those. At no point did you mention Zaiwu. Uh, was that was that going to come out of your? You get to play with with one of the one of the greatest players of all time. That I must be pretty a, cool. I, think, I don't think this is even a question, man. Like, it's obvious. You have the opportunity to play with... I think now with Navi going international, maybe it's a bit different, but I think before, even when things went to Vitality and Ernst was, like, in better form, it was just, you know, you get the chance to play with a guy that looks like one of the best teammates there is on the planet. He's the best player in the world, statistics-wise, and and. So good, man, and he doesn't give a fuck. He just plays the game. I love the game. It's me. I do, and I, it's the opportunity to play with him <laughs> and many more experienced players as well. Like I think every, like I think it was when I heard this thing is like an option. I was thinking, you know, Zai. I didn't even think about him. I was like, yeah, thank you, thank you, God, that that this this guy is there waiting for me. Um, and then Zonic, Magis, and Apex. It's like you know. I sort of get to play first time in my life, other than Mighty Max, I feel like, and Alexi, with an IGL that is, uh, like, that is IG, been IGLing a lot and is very hardworking. Um, or, like, maybe more experienced IGL than, like, uh, you know, Nexa was experienced, but I think in, in G2, kind of everybody knows what's happening there. With, um, like, what's, I mean, he was like, always kind of one leg in to IGLing, one out, kind of. I, I don't I, want to do it, think, but I'm kind of made to do it. You and... know, actually, Nexa was way better than I thought when he joined OG. It's like a very good IGL, but it's just like a... Maybe what I'm trying to say, it's more like, you know, an IGL that has been playing an IGL like for four, three years, five years. Um, and he picked up some trophies along the way, like more experience. And, you know, he's kind of, he kind of has his way. Um, and then Magis, obviously, like one of the most experienced players there is. Zonic, like they have insane coaching stuff on on paper. This team looks insane, you know. So I think it was just a no-brainer for me. Like I didn't, I, I just heard it, and then I, I said, yeah, like obviously. So it's, kind of, so it's kind of like that. Like you obviously had multiple offers. Everyone knows this at this point. Like probably probably Liquid Dance were people that maybe inquired uh, about you, but when the Vitality offer came, it was like instantly, yeah, this is what I'm taking. I think, first of all, it wasn't... I got some offers before the others. So, like, I'm not sure if I can say it, but I'll just say it, that Vitality, they, they talked with me after Washington. And back then, you know, I was talking with all the other orgs because they're not playing Washington or they're playing Washington, but their players are not good enough or they want the roster change. So then I'm I'm thinking to myself, you know, like they won the major, they get finals, like you know, they're not gonna looks, change. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't look so safe for me to 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 build up on that. So meanwhile I'm I'm talking with all the other organizations and uh like the other offers that I have that, that look promising. Um and then and then when they contact me it was basically, you know, 
like is it a serious contact or is it like are they contacting me and they want me and then i understood that that's what their plans are and i said like yeah obviously but before that it was some organizations like i, I had a little dilemma but there was another org that was sort of my my main thing in the head that i i knew that you know if vitality don't knock at the door i'm gonna join them so there was like one org that was just my main thing but there was also many organizations and rosters that it it fit uh like I, I think the players were very good and it fit like what I want. It, it sounds like you got to run the off season like a fuckboy. You know? Wow. You, you, that's what uh, it sounds like to me. Yeah, like, yeah, I got but... this I got this one chick, you know, this is the one, but <laughs> if it doesn't work out, you know, I've always got I can fall back here. It's like but I'm bro, how the... many fucking options did you need? Like well, had, <laughs> it, like I'm not saying it you know, it's it's not like I had many offers, but there were the offers that, that were there were like I, I was very happy with them. So and I, I just, I was very happy with it, and I, I sound like a fuckboy actually when I think about it. <laughs> this guy, this guy, I was waiting for this girl to come to deliver her boyfriend. Well, but at and some then you're point, like uh... trying out over here, kind of making some plans, and then it's like, oh, actually, uh, you know, I'm busy this summer. Uh, um, oh, you know dear. what, Chad? What do you think about a esports dating show? An esports dating show. Yeah. What, for teams? Is would it be going to teams or are we talking like actual actual Maybe, dating? I don't know. Maybe actual dating. What do you think? I think that would be a banger. That would be hit, giga hit. It'd be a, it'd be content. I'll tell you yeah, that much. Yeah, I'll tell you that much. Do the girls know that they're talking to a CS player? Oh, well, we know, can do maybe it. that could be half the fun. Uh, they shouldn't be like that. Man. We work out what game you're a professional in, right? They have to, you know, ask them <laughs> questions. See if they, we'll get some people from Valorant involved. We'll I, see what we do. Too can. easy. It's too easy, man. What game do you, yeah, it's too easy. I think yeah. if, if, if it's like a blind date show, you know, the guest yeah. doesn't know who she speaks with, then uh, it could be funny, actually. Some people, I, I can imagine, they would be very funny doing it. Do you, think, do you, do you think some players would, uh, would sign up for it? I think Smoya would sign up for that. I think, I think this guy would <laughs> <laughs> so become like one of those reality TV stars who ends up on Big Brother or something, right? When it's, we get smoother on Big Brother, we need to get him over nah, there. Would be hilarious, man. I'd vote for him to, to stay in, not to get eliminated from the from the house. I don't know if I'd even be able to vote. Um, okay, where are we at here? We're, we're kind of sliding a little bit off track. Okay, so we did the Vitality stuff. I feel we've we've spoken a lot about Vitality, haven't we, Prof? With, with uh, all seems, the seems like, it seems like yeah. we're just kind of circling around it. We're not really he wants diving to win trophy. Wait, What do you want to ask? Um, but you want to go into some of the stuff like with the Nero article, I suppose? Maybe, we could maybe, do? maybe we can ask him. Like, this could yeah, be a yeah. good time. I think, I think that's, the, that's the angle. We should, so go back to Vitality now. Okay, right so, now. so I don't know. if you Did you see the article that Nero did about you, uh, Flames? Oh, the If I Fit? Yes, yeah. that check yeah. and some of the positions. Yeah, so Dimitri can maybe bring this up for what everybody. Is your, what, is your what are your first reaction? Well, I think... Well, obviously right now, like, he's, he's correct in, in, in like, the position-wise, because I, I don't remember what I, what I was reading right now, but I, I think role-wise, I I thought it, it fits a lot, because I... Oh, oh, well, back then, when in 2022, at least December, they didn't dis- do so good. And I thought to myself, maybe they'll do also change. And very soon, I'll be, I'll be available. Um, and back then, it was that Dupree was playing uh, short on Mirage. Uh, he was playing, like, some of the positions were, like, very, you know, not like anchoring, right? Yeah. More my style, the rotation kind of thing. But Spinks really likes the short on Mirage. He really likes the, the other sort of anchor, right? Uh, the other sto- sort of rotation. So I thought to myself back then, like this could have been a, a good move, just because it would get Spinks in into his like position that he really likes, and it will get me into the position that I feel like I fit in in better. But also to add into context, I have been playing B house and A side on on like 
you know, anchoring everywhere for like three or four years. So on city sides, I think it 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 sort of fits. Like I think I will I will study it again, but I will aspire to be the best teammate I can and understand the best on on the sides. I think on this side, um, on this side, I'm very flexible. I think I. I can do most of the stuff and I don't care if, if people prefer to play that one or that one. I'll just sort of get to know the other other things better. Um, but I think on this side, I fit because Vitality like the, you know, they need a guy that turns and, and doesn't give like a single fuck and sacrifice. And I think I fit that uh, background pr- pretty well. So on this you side, I think... going to be used a lot like a hard entry, like when Jack stood in, like how they're using on Nuke, yeah. for example, just throwing him in top side and stuff. I... I I'm not sure yet, but I I believe like this is the style that I I've, I think I'm sort of the best at, um, in my in my own like you know how I play. I think I feel a lot co- like very comfortable with like you know playing aggressive and you know giving my teammates uh, like feeling that someone is sacrificing for them, especially when you have a team with uh, a player that can close out any one v four round or like one v three, one v two like Zayu, and then you have Spinks and. Like all around, the team is very experienced. So I think, um, obviously, I wouldn't say I wouldn't confirm what what roles I'm playing. Sure. Um, but I but I would just say that you know, as as said, as the if I would fit in in the pre style, I think on this side I would pretty much fit because I'm very aggressive and I think that's what sort of their vision is. Um, with at least how we saw Jacks playing with them back then, I think that's also what made the pre very good in, towards the end. That it was like it was very aggressive from the roots, you know. It, because it didn't care so much. Um, and that's what I have right now, and I, I need to develop it more. And then on City, I think, like, I'm not sure how it will go, but, like, I, I'll have to see if it's the roles, but I I think in this in this kind of level, every player should should know that he's going to sacrifice something and, and try to do the very best and, and try to master the side that he's playing. And I don't, I'm not the guy who, who is going to care to do that. Okay. Do yeah. you think you're a flexible player? Yeah, I, I think I'm very flexible because I I think at least in the Israeli teams back then, nobody really knew what the other was best at. So you just played everything. You just played like I played B house for two years, I think, in 2015, 2017, whatever. Then I played A site in OG and Endpoint. All my all my time I played basically A site until uh, Alexi left. And then and then I played Connector. Um but I was always trying to learn like the, the short position and stuff. Uh, to understand the map better, so I think I'm uh, very flexible. Like in in terms of like, I think every position is very studyable. Like you can study it, and if you have the feeling uh, that you don't care to sacrifice, I don't think anchor is like such a bad role. I think you see Shush, Naf, uh, Tessas, like the you know like these players, they show up that you can still put up numbers, you can still play good, you can still you know sacrifice, but the team can still play very well of of what you do, and I think that's what I. Like wanna become if I do play the ankle. I think uh, one of the best things, right, about the like, this is me. That's not really asking a question. I'm more making a statement. But with this move is like your your age, and then like what you've shown so far, and I think like what people expect that you can show in the future, right? Because you're still hungry. Like, and we're going into CS too, and I imagine when it comes out, you're just gonna sit there like an absolute <laughs> fucking nerd and learn everything you possibly can about it. Are you wasting any time? Well, it's not wasting time. Are you using time? You're in your break. So it wouldn't be wasting time at all. Uh, how are you using your break? Let's start there, and then I will will ask a, a follow up question. Well, at the start, I wanted to to fly to you know. I think I was in San, with San Pios in Dallas in the elevator, and he was telling me in Spanish accent, "You should go to South of Spain. It's the best. You're gonna find the best time in there." And I was thinking I should go to South of Spain, 
and just chill and take a vacation. But then I went to my doctor and he told me that I have some infection around my eye that I need to, you know, to like, I need to have like a treatment for it. And if possible, not to fly, it would be better. So I said to myself, yeah, I'm just going to go back to CSGO. I've been playing some CSGO. Um, I'm still, you know, soon we're going to go back to like the team practice and everything is going to go back to normal. But right now I'm just like, you know, going out with friends to come back home from, from, from whatever they have their job. So like military right now, most of them are in. Um, and then, and then basically fixing everything that involves like that needs time, like treatment, uh, you know, doctors, medical health, uh, psychologists, whatever, whatever there is that can be fixed while I'm, while I'm home and then go off to, to play the, yeah, but I play a lot of CS and Rocket League actually. I've been playing so much. I think I have 70 hours past two weeks on just playing video games. So <laughs> okay, I'm so exploring you... everything, man. Yeah, well, that's that's what I was. That's the the question, right? Because we've got you right now. It's usually pretty difficult for us during the break to get players, right? Prof, we tend to have a bit of a more tough time because people are away uh, on holidays. But we knew that with CS2 coming at some point, people might be staying at home because they don't know if they need to practice CS2. Now I think everyone's thinking that's going to be a little bit further away. But you with your infection at home plan, I'm just checking your pugs today, mate. Two mirage losses. What's going? Uh, what, and right yeah, before we look, had to come on. Yeah, look who I'm playing against, Tom, and I cannot beat them. Oh, Patsy's Patsy, on the other, yeah. Sirens on the other Siren, team. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but they, they were, like, you know, when we play Israeli five-stack on Face It, we just run and we want to have fun, man. It almost sounded like you got, uh, like, AI muted. Like, I didn't see your mouth moving, but nothing came out. So. <laughs> Wait, can you hear me? Yeah, no, yeah, I yeah, heard you, but you were like, yeah, okay. we play like... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'll just say it again. Some of the CIS players, when they they like to, they take it more seriously in some of the pugs, and I think it's always fun to play against them. But uh, we couldn't beat them with the the roster we had. Mate, this is just—I can just see this now. You guys are probably both ending up on some fucking German server. Everybody with sixty ping. Your mob just fucking all wide swinging. Them just <laughs> creeping around every corner. Oh, it, 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 Stop reminding me that, man. Oh, <laughs> movie, man. I can see it now. Okay, all right. So you're using your break plan. Are you playing any CS2? Have you have you you checked it out? I I, I entered to check how my knife looks, and then I yeah, left. Okay, it. the important yeah. things. Yeah, and then I just left. Fair you're enough. not getting involved into the into CS2 well, until it like, comes out. I I don't like the I didn't like the movement. How no, I played actually one much. Boy, I queue matchmaking first time of in my life. I go back to Israel after two months outside of Israel. You know, I'm not used to 10 ping to 60, 50, 70 ping. I queue and I go against all of my Stereo Neo <laughs> to get right, like some, you know, right, like Boomer Team and Morningstar. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they play like that, and I'm like, man, these guys, man, they're insane. Like, I, I pick, I go, I, I play A, this, this specific matchmaking. All of my Stereo goes out A ups, one taps me. Then Get Right goes out A ups, tap one taps me. I'm like, man, I cannot play against these, these Swedish legends, man. They, they should go back to, to play active, man. But I played this one matchmaking and then I left and I said I'm not gonna play it again until they 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 fix the movement or at least until the full game comes out because it was just so buggy man. I think at some point people were like flying in the, like there was so many weird stuff in the game. There was I, I played some today. I was still lagging a bit on it. I had to count my FPS at 500 again. I was like I, I haven't played much of it either. I've like I'm kind of sad we're losing CS:GO. So I'm just trying to play that. Yeah. Like, well, you know, we'll get this in, and once we have CS2, we'll deal with what we have in the future. Okay. Yeah. That's why at least Cologne should be CS:GO. Right? You, you should believe. Yeah. So hopefully. But what do you think? Do you think it's better to have like the big CS2 announcement in such a big event like I'm Cologne, or let like 
I am Cologne be a beginner sort of event? I don't. I don't think it. I don't think it matters. I, I truly don't think it matters. I think that it's going to come at wherever, wherever it comes. It's going to be disruptive one way or another, and it's just going to like gonna I, I what? disruptive. Like it will cause oh, okay, it will yeah. cause issues. Like Issue people will say, you know, oh, we haven't had enough practice, or it's too new, or this. That's going to happen no matter when and where it drops, um, and it's never going to drop at a convenient time. So yeah, I guess the, the biggest thing is, do we want like Cologne to maybe one of the big, the last big CSGO arena events? Well, considering how good Cologne has been all the years, yeah, maybe that would be cool, right? Maybe that could be a cool little, you know, but who, know, who knows? I, yeah. I, I'm not giving it an awful lot of thought. I'm kind of like a little bit like what you're saying about playing it. I'm kind of waiting a little bit to see, because we know there is issues. People are pointing out the issues all the time with the movement and whatnot, and they're working on it. <laughs> maybe it gets fixed. Oh, Maybe maybe it gets fixed. You never you never know. Uh, do we want to jump into skin you know? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, and then we can just we can pop more questions in as we go because we're going to talk yeah. about the team a little bit later in the uh, in the show as well. Yeah. All right, Dimitri, are you ready to do skin you know? I'm just oh yes, Dimitri, mega ready. All right, perfect. Dang. All right, uh, flames. You know what we're doing here with skin you know? It's uh, five questions. No. Every every question you get right, they're going to be multiple choice. Uh, it's going to move the slider up, and uh, if you get all five correct, there's a fifty dollars skin available for one lucky winner in Twitch chat. Those people at home need to be typing bitskins into Twitch chat right now. And uh, I'll be a lifeline. I'll give you a hand if I can. We don't have striker here today, so if you need any hands with the questions, let me understand correctly. If I win, I don't get anything. No. Okay. So the you win for the okay. you win for the okay. people at home. Holy shit! You're the hero right? of the people. And, okay. and if you don't like the people at home, you just try and get all of the answers incorrect, so they get. No one all. did this. Nah, but no nobody, this nobody yet. wants to do that, right? No, well, it's up kind to of, you. Be kind of funny. You, you could sandbag. Who, who pays it? Who pay a skin? Yeah, so hey. we, we scam the skin side, so it's okay. Okay, all right. We'll scam it. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Okay, let's uh, go. Are you ready? It's a voluntary agreement that all parties have entered. The voluntary. <laughs> it's a free raffle. <laughs> it's a free uh, world. <laughs> we're, we're giving it away. Uh, the goodness of our hearts. All right. Uh, question number one. Who wants to be a skinnier with flames? What was Zywu's last team before joining Vitality? Was it A? A A A. Okay. Doesn't even need it. We'll lock it in, and it's the correct answer. And bang, correct answer. A. Nice, simple, easy one there. Out the gate. Bang. The green light's about to come on any second. Don't you worry about. I actually beat him. I actually beat him in SC Advanced. Damn. You 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 rubbed that in his face yet? No, no, not yet. What's the age difference between you and Zywu? What's he like? I think two years or something, man. I did. Yeah, like guy is twenty. Older, yeah. I'm two thousand and three, and this guy. Or he's twenty. He's twenty two. He's twenty two. Yeah, okay. twenty two. Let's check his Wikipedia page, though. Yeah, he's but, not. He's, you, you, this is the thing. Which you, page? I think he said Wikipedia. Which page? Two thousand. because he's looking for that. He's he's looking yeah, for the yeah, birth yeah. year. We should have the details. We should have that. We should have that. It's we a young core of the team now. Zywu twenty two, Sphinx twenty two, Flames twenty. What's Magis twenty five? Sphinx twenty six. Yeah. So it's a pretty young team. Okay. Uh, question number two. Getting sidetracked. Magis claimed one big event trophy before joining Astralis back in two thousand and sixteen. Which one? Star Series, Epicenter, or Dreamhack Masters? I think I would go with Dreamhack, man, because I think Valdo always used to tell me that North. Oh wait, maybe Star Series actually, because it was an American. Oh, fuck it, Dreamhack Masters. Okay, he's just locking it in. Yeah, he's like, well, I don't know. The correct answer is Epicenter. Oh, uh, what is this event, man? Well, this was a, a Russian event. They had two in back-to-back oh, okay. years. One was in St. Petersburg and the other was in Moscow. Moscow yeah. yeah, and was this when they were North or Dignitas? But either this way, was I when think... they were Dignitas. Because, okay, yeah, so just... Magis and Config on the same team. That would have been the case, right? I can just Google dances, right? You don't have... Well, you can, but that would kind of <laughs> be against the spirit of the well, game. You're going to get your brother okay. in your room like... to make sure <laughs> oh, okay, that you're... Okay, okay. you're not going to be disqualified. I'll play, I'll play uh... by the way. I'll play by the way. <laughs> 
there, there really are no rules around here. All right, question number three. Uh, which current Bad News Eagles member did Spinks team up with on contact? Bloody yeah. hell, he's just locking it. <laughs> yeah. oh, Rigon but in. He's pre-firing answers yeah. here. Yeah. No, Rigon was obvious. I remember, I remember talking with him back then about, about Spinks in contact. Okay. Was it uh, good conversations or bad conversations? No, no. Good conversations about the players, not so much about the dog. All right, fair enough. All right, uh, question number three. Rip contact. No, wait, four. Question number four. Two times major winner, uh, two times top 20 player of the year. How many MVPs does Apex have? Oh, Zero, man. one, or two? Man, this is... Wait, two major winner, two X top 20 players of the year. Yeah, it's Apex. Yeah, I'd put two just because I believe in my teammate. Okay, all right. <laughs> Fair enough. That's Dude, zero. Man, really? Look, but at least your captain will be happy that you did that. That's blind belief. And that's someone what clicked, Someone clipped this, send it, send it to Apex. At 15, to Apex. at 15, 14, when Apex tells you to rush B, you know, you, that's perfect. You're not going to question it. You're going to do yeah, as I'm you're gonna, told. I need to get one MVP and shove it in his face. Let's call something. No, I'm a MVP, man. Not you, man. <laughs> Question number... He's got two majors. Question number five. When was Vitality founded? 2003, 2008, 2013. Man, <laughs> I saw the website today and it was... Established, I think it was, yeah, it has to be 2013 or 20, 2003. And because oh, I think crazy. Vitality is young, I would go 2000, uh, yeah, 2013. All right, I think, let's see. I think 2008 is too. Uh, uh, 2013 is correct. All yeah, right. perfect. So <laughs> you got to see, you, you've answered the, the, the questions good for the org. So uh, you start, <laughs> what did you, what did we get? Four out of five here? No, we got three out of five. Three out of five. All right, three out of five, uh, but that's all right. With, with no help from Striker, I feel like this is this is a realistic. Mate, he this was real... pre-firing some of the things before there was even a chance oh, gave... to confer. Some of the questions I... were very easy, man. But how the fuck I do I know how much? To, we Apex need to like team? we need to re reformat this to be like two minutes total for five questions, so people can you know psh, go fast. Well, he went I think, fast. It, I think it's more exciting. Yeah, more I, think exciting so. I, think I think so too. All right, uh, we should draw the winner. And then we'll be getting uh, our goodies over to you. Uh, I'm waiting for Dimitri to do that. I, I, I don't really know what Lucas does in a time like this, Prof. I, yes. I use, assume he uses some kind of randomizer. Uh, the winner is AKSKR. AKSKR. There you go. Uh, is there an AKSKR in the chat? Our people will reach out to your people and uh, we'll get the skin your way. So there you go. That's uh, who wants to be a skin you never brought to you by Bitskin. All right. Nice. Okay. Cool. How's everybody feeling? Just a temperature check. Prof, how are you feeling? Uh, feeling good. Yeah, <laughs> feeling good. It's. Uh, I'm also like kind of between like hot, cold here. I'm also kind of twiddling yep. with AC a bit. You know, it's it's tricky. You know, you close your window, everything's fine, but then the PC starts heating things up. So I'm I'm not really comfortable with uh, with the summer heat yet. I'm kind of getting used to it. I'm struggling as well. Uh, did, did you say can I? Flames, did you say can I and then you were going to say something after that? Or am uh, I I'm good, things? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I said can I, but I, I, I don't need you anymore. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. That's okay. We can uh, we do an ad break into... Well, yeah, into we can... Do you want to do recent news and then the ad break? Or do you want we to do ad break and can, then recent news? We can news? do that. Let's do that. Let's do recent news. Then, uh, All right. Roll the bumper, uh, Dimitri. Let's get into the recent news. All right, we're back in business, baby, and we're getting into the recent news. Now, uh, some fun stuff, uh, some some recent recent news, hot off the presses, just before we uh, went live, about an hour before we went live. Uh, HLTV put an article up, but there was already an announcement that came out via Twitter earlier in the day. 
regarding Astralis being fined $100,000 for a conflict of interest. Uh, this is to do with the breach of uh, partnership rules and regulations as the ESL Louvre agreement, right? So the, the Louvre partner teams. Uh, now, this goes down to essentially it wasn't named. Prof, I know you got a bit of a gripe with this, but there was a conflict of interest um, that has been cited. Yes. They had a, what do they call it, an independent investigation go on. Yes. Uh, over this, and this was back in 2021, I believe this all went down, right? Yes. So, Striker's not here. Do you want to give the official word? I have to, I guess. This is yeah. now, it's not my job. I'm holding forth. Uh, I mean, essentially, the VSL just put out a statement um, about, a, about Astralis essentially kind of breaching the Louvre agreement by having a individual, which they didn't name, that we all know is Hunden, signed uh, to work with Astralis um, while he was still signed and like working for Heroic, which essentially like a conflict of interest that they didn't disclose and kept like hidden essentially for a period of time. And uh, I think in the article it says that they were ESL that is got were aware of this, became aware of this this year, and then they started the investigation. And these are the findings of the investigation. There is also a report from Richard Lewis. I think it was around in March. Uh, which some like transcripts and stuff about what happened was essentially like Casper quit uh, and between him and Hunden yeah, about yeah. like essentially offering him a contract, signing a contract, signing like revised contracts and like some work that was supposed to be done while Hunden was still in Heroic. Essentially, it came down that. And this is something that I even back then, like in 2020, 2021, when all of this was kind of developing with like the sharing of files and all of these things, like it's impossible that in some way Astralis are not can't are not implicated in any wrongdoings. And like finally something came out of it, which kind of I don't want to say makes me happy because who give I mean it does because if you're fucking up and doing wrong things, you should kind of be res found responsible for it essentially. Uh, and yeah, uh, Astralis are fined a hundred thousand dollars. Who that? Money's going to, I don't know, it doesn't say. Um, Where but, it's going, what it's for, who knows? But but it is like on paper that they did something wrong. Uh, meanwhile, like they didn't even mention Hunden in the actual um Yeah, but Hunden put out a statement as well, right? Yes, I, mean, I, just wanna, I just want to say like Hunden wasn't, for this particular thing, it wasn't found as Hunden being guilty. Um, because I think at the time, Heroic wasn't even a partner team with uh, with ESL. So he wasn't like breaching. He he wasn't under their jurisdiction even to to be found guilty of anything. But Astralis was. So that's that's just a fact. Okay. So, uh, yeah, someone's been fined $100,000. Hunden says he wasn't involved uh, or says that, well, no, he wasn't cited here. So I, don't, yeah. I, I guess we're... We're in a place where we have to make some assumptions, uh, where we make an ass out of you and me. Uh, do you have any thoughts about Hunden Flames? I don't Pro care probably not. No, no, I didn't think you did. I, I, <laughs> that looks boring, man. Yeah, but yeah, but is. I think who the hundred thousand is going to? Yeah, it should go to like a, a charity. What about puppies? Charity. Yeah, because the guy's it... name is Dog. We give it a, to a charity about puppies. What? Who's the guy's name? Hunden. It means dog in Danish. Really? I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that would be nice, but I, I, I doubt they will give it to charity. I don't think the Saudis would take the $100,000 as well, or they, I don't think they would care so much about it. So I don't think they need $100,000. Yeah, I don't think so. I think so. it would go to the new, newly signed player of uh, the biggest team in, in the world. Oh, yeah. Right? So yeah, look at the You need to remove that. your uh, microphone just a bit yeah. because you moved it back. 
it's a signing it's a signing bonus okay uh <laughs> let's let's keep jumping around here now uh pgl they've been they've been doing some tweaks and as we know the first cs2 major uh the next major which is next year uh still some time away uh they've been announcing bits and bobs uh which has been wonderful to see that it's coming out so early right tickets were on sale did you yes. see that prop bro i wrote an article about it couldn't be- couldn't bloody believe it dates are available tickets are on sale and the event's not until fucking march next year that's cool i i heard i saw someone on reddit posting that like maybe saturday or something is sold out already but i, I don't know if that's correct but maybe it is who knows uh i think people complained about the prices because it's it's not cheap i think it's like the cheapest to go for all four days like around 350 400 bucks or something so yeah n- not little but at the same time like it is the major and previously they have been sold out so i don't see why not you know if they if they can figure out this is the price you know if, if people if are willing to pay it that's what it comes exactly, down to right if right. Can have it's a supply five, versus demand yeah. yeah if Taylor can have five concerts in wembley then you know for like 300 bucks probably for the cheapest ticket then why not then she can do it just like but, pgl can charge 200 or whatever for a well, the open the open qualifier is so soon, man. It's uh, do you know the it's in January? Yeah. This is a, this is the thing. I You're not going to be something. in the open qualifier. No, mate. Thank what are you God, even no. worried yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in OG, I played the open qualifiers. It was nightmares. But that's but OG's I mean, problem. So let's say the player break ends at or possibly it's usually in the January, break. right? It's so, in yeah. The, these are in the player break. But but who's in charge of the player breaks? Well, CSPPA that no longer exists, so you guys don't get breaks anymore, I guess. No. <laughs> for me, for me, it is so crazy because I don't know if everyone's sleeping on this or if they don't care or if they're if they care but they're okay with it. But like these dates for the open qualifiers are very bad. Like these are, are extremely, extremely yeah. bad. And I, I mean, I'm Christmas. shocked. Like I'm, I was not. I don't want to do. I was like, okay, let's see what teams that actually are affected by this are gonna do. And all of the feedback I heard is like, oh, this is great. They're announcing it so much in advance. That is super nice. <laughs> Or if you if you are you know G two or whatever if you're all of the top teams I would say even Astral should maybe start complaining because the close qualifier is like 14th of January which is literally the first day or 15th the first day of what is supposed to be the start of the season you're already playing what is essentially the super important Most matches important, yeah uh, so that's in my opinion that's very bad but, but no bro, one is saying anything no I one l- is saying fucking anything so you're saying something right now. Yes, yeah, but, but I, and they they are all gonna wait until fucking November and December. And they're gonna be like, <laughs> hey, "What is this? Oh, I can't play this. This is this is a disgrace. Like, what are you doing, guys? Just start complaining right now because this is shit. Like, this literally the open qualifier number one starts like one day after like Orthodox Christmas. So this is already for all of the Eastern Europeans pretty shit. And uh, even if that is not the case, if you are like having the the classic you know christmas 25th 24th uh new year's off you literally need to start practicing on january after. 1st yeah to be able to play on january 7th 8th like if you're not practicing january 1st then that's and that essentially means the winter play break is now like two weeks instead of four yeah i mean there is no winter play break right like you, you cannot you have christmas evening and that's it right you have some christmas eve <laughs> for Christians, I have no idea how it works for you guys. But then that's isn't it. it right? the, isn't it the same date for you guys? What's no, we don't, have, we don't. We don't have Christmas. We have uh, Hanukkah. Yeah. Well, isn't it? Is the same date? No. They got all the candles, uh, right, on the stick. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, you're good at the Judaism. <laughs> no, at all, man. The candles <laughs> on a fucking <laughs> stick, mate. No, but yeah, we do it. But I think it's like eight days. It's not like a you know we. 
it's not like you sit with your family and snows and you have a cozy fire yeah. like in the movies you know <laughs> i don't know how it works you get present for a family it's not like that you know so it's like a, a very chill holiday we call it but uh but it's it's impossible i think people people that are not playing the majors and they're going to play the open qualifier they just should they shouldn't play some tournaments in november and then take the break back then and then grind like all the all the open all over christmas yeah yeah because yeah. some of the tier two tier three teams they're, they're not gonna give a fuck about about player break man they're just gonna play 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 win this tournament play the major and that's it and that is okay. super easy good, good to know I, i need a team for the 8th and 9th of fucking uh january then you gotta start practicing now i need to make a team uh i'll see if i can find four other members to join me on the path to the first CS3 do you wanna, major. Uh, do you want to do a bootcamp for that? Yeah, well, I'm going to start bootcamping now because, you know, uh, it's going to take me that long, prop. So if I start bootcamping maybe, maybe right can, now... Maybe we can organize something. I have some, yeah. I have some ideas. All right, cool. That's great. Uh, okay, uh, the date's not good. Prof is telling you to say something about it. The people who need to say something about it are not the pundits. The yes. pundits are not going to be affected by if this. If everyone's it's fine the players. Them, then it's fine. But I don't. I think it's just going to be the classic example of people just, like, not reading anything until it's... Too late. Yeah, I think I think the also probably already reached out to PGL and and to the player break the like organizer. The, the big the player break organizer does not exist because like CSPPA is. Really, PGL not never played ball with CSPPA but, anyway, right? So but, it needs to come from somewhere else, right? Wasn't CSPPA? They, they, not everyone was a part of CSPPA. That, that is true. Uh, they weren't a part of. Yeah, but it doesn't matter if everyone's going to agree with something. Then if at least there is like a a way of uniting voices, right? And being like, okay, we don't want this, we want this. And the problem is that now all of the big teams don't really care about this because they are not going to be playing the open qualifiers unless something changes. So they have <laughs> less fact, pull because the bigger because, names are not yes, that influenced. Exactly. So like yeah. the, the teams that are interested in this are like the endpoints and, you know, the top 30 to 50, 60 teams in the world, essentially. Sure. Yeah, no, but I think it probably is important that if the 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 main player base of people, and this is where like Steve Cooper made a tweet today, like because we're going to talk about the CSPPA stuff in a minute, um, but this is where like, I don't know, but it's hard to, for somebody to take the responsibility to do this, right? And you you ideally want it to be a player or someone who's recently an ex player, someone who knows what it's like in the professional scene and can help these people out. And it's a difficult thing for someone to just stand up and put their hand up and do it for free. Like I get all of those things, but realistically the best way for this to ever work from a union perspective is to have people who actually know what it's like representing these players and not just have some guy who used to do fucking handball in Denmark. That's going to get paid some money and then fucking run away. Like, like, and that guy was dodgy with the handball or volleyball or whatever the fuck. You're, you're not did. talking about Casper, just just so people know, who is also an ex. No, no, this guy. was no. another guy. This was like a union guy that I was reading up about Ian, him for right. a little while. I don't know the fuck. Yeah. No, no, no. Ian, I, no, Ian is Isik. This is like think, ma- oh, okay. yeah. This he, is a, this is whoever this guy was, he wore a mustache. Are they are they different, like Isik and CCPPA? Yeah, so yes. Isik is like meant to to do things with like um, match fixing or cheating or that, that kind of stuff. The CSPPA is meant to like if you guys had trouble with ESL and because they were only giving you one banana a day and you wanted two bananas a day, then you'd get the CSPPA to make ESL give you two bananas a day, right? Like, but, but if they're not, they're not like a they're not they're just disbanded or what happened? Well, no one knows because nothing. They never said anything. Essentially, their website doesn't exist anymore like so that's the first red sign they haven't tweeted anything finally and, man and all of the like most of the players that we we reached out to have said like oh i quit csppa x time ago and stuff like that scoots was involved he's not involved for like over a year so 
it just seems like kind of a empty shell now. And usually, like one of the things that they did is like they like standardized the tables, let's say the PCs for tournaments. Like that was what CSPPA did, talking to players, saying like, okay, this is good enough. This is good enough. We need this much space. We need these kinds of beds. You know, we need can't you know, play past midnight. Can't play yeah, before te- like all of, of these stuff. restrictions. Okay. And then the player break was also one of the big things that like they talked to TOs and they talked to players and they made a you know a middle ground. Like these these are the days that we're not going to do tournaments, right? So okay, um, now now that that doesn't exist, so it's it's instantly like we instantly see that. The result of that with you know the pgl just putting the 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 open qualifiers into what was usually the the player slash tournament break right so but i think it's because pgl doesn't have the esl blast context all day right they, they're not like so True, familiar it, with that it doesn't even in, in some way they have the right to put it wherever so it's on, yeah. on players to yeah. be like okay this is okay this is not okay yeah, P- I don't think PGO gives a fuck which yeah. team you're part of or yeah. which org you're a part of. It's like, oh, you want to play the CS the CS2 major that we're running? Well, you 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 play in our dates. You're playing at our yeah. event, right? Like they've kind of made their own rules. But that's just the way it is, I guess. Most Someone can do. think that that CSPPA idea could be way better than I think what it was. I think I didn't think it was so good. I remember when I was like tier two, tier three, even like when I was playing and I, I was emailing them because they were the only like piece of you know, they were the only buddy to to come and get help from. They didn't give a fuck, man. When I joined Endpoint, suddenly they knocked at the door. Oh, this website, look how amazing we are. But before that, they, like, I, I remember they didn't really give, like, you know, they don't really care about any other, uh, any of the players that are not related to to big organizations, which I, I don't think is, is, is fair, you know. I played a, a minor qualifier with 400 ping just because these guys don't, they, they don't do anything. Like, or back then, I, I'm not sure, like, if, if they're the people that, you need to come to when you have an issue as a as a player in front of against like the ESL blast or whatever you know. But I they just didn't do anything back then. Like I I remember yeah. talking to them only in that point. Have some power to they obviously can't like force people to change. They can, but that would be through like union action and strike like, like striking league. But they should also just have you know the power to be like okay, hello entity like ESL PGL whatever. This is wrong. You should do it this way, and then through like a a peaceful way, find a way to like help yeah. the other party understand that this is not the best way to do it, and these are the best ways to do it because you know it, it, this is a thing that happens almost every every time with like the Asia um, Asia qualifiers for like Middle East. There's always like a, some fuck up in terms of like yeah. how they organize them, and there's always some teams that have to play like 400 ping, and there's yeah. always some fuck ups. And this is a thing that happens with every tournament organizer again, every major until they figured it out, and then you know instead of ESL learning. And then having that knowledge uh, shared among all all fucking entities through something like CSPPA. So, you know, ESL fucks up, but then they learn and then they share this. And then now this is a standard and now CSPPA okay. can then tell PGL next time and blast like, okay, this is how you need to do the Asia stuff. But that requires a lot of work and knowledge and is very unthankful, right? It's not really a thing that people are going to write articles about and be like, oh, they're so good. But that's essentially how it should work. In theory, and I think one of the problems as well, and, and something that you highlighted here, Flames, is pointing out when you were, you know, not part of a notable organization that there was no real interest. This is half half the problem, like with the immaturity of our scene, right? And that's not—I don't mean we're immature individuals and we're all silly and we're all doing stupid stuff. It's just that we're still quite a young space. And I think eventually we need to evolve into a point where we do have a players' union, but that players' union needs to like be for all the players, whether that's like from semi-professional up to professional, where it would just work on some pace 
scale, right? Like whatever your earnings are in a month or a year, a percentage of that would go to help fund the union. And we're talking a small percentage, right? That way, if you're a player in Vitality and you're getting paid really good money, you're going to contribute a little bit more or a lot more, I would say, than someone in, I don't know, like fucking Endpoint who would contribute, you know, what, but you can all contribute a percentage of whatever your earnings are and then you were all represented. And and the problem with this is it's collective bargaining as well, like in the sense that you guys are able to to push some certain things around together, being the players, but then we get in sticky situations because some of you guys are part of partner uh, agreements with ESL and Blast and your TO has more, your organized, like your owner has more control over you than maybe what you can do with the union. So we get in some really sticky situations. We get in some, some scenarios which uh, it's not easy for anybody to make a decision with, but... Before we, uh, before I keep blabbing on too much, we did this as the Vox Pop for the week. Yes, and, that's uh, true. Do you want to, you want to tell everyone, talk everyone through this one now? I mean, it's very, it's very easy. I'm, I put the question: Are organizations like CSPPA and ESIC needed in Counter Strike? Because I was really curious about what the people think, what the general public would what think. The, what do the people think with all of the news that's coming out and everyone tweeting like, "Oh, fuck these guys," blah blah. They should disband. Um, you can pull up the results whenever. Um, and I think it's not. Not that bad. I, I'm just happy to see that people understand that these things are generally good, but the execution was just bad uh, and and is bad. So <laughs> like we we need it, but we need it to be reformed in in different ways, essentially. And it will happen. It'll happen. It's just going to take us a while to get there. And uh, you know, I I don't know the right way that things need to be done in this space, but uh, I'm sure that one day we will probably stick our nose in the right place because we're going to keep f- having things that are bad. Right, that's just the way it is. There's there's always grifters. There's always some fucking people out there to finesse and try and make a quick buck and do all these things. And we're a new, fun, growing industry with a lot of lights around us. There's a lot of old people who think they know how to do things who come in and they fuck everything up. Um, I guess I'm one of the old people now. There was a thread about me yesterday on HLTV. What did, what, was it, what was it? What is it was it said? Uh, what's Sponge gonna do at fifty? And someone said he's going to have 15 hair transplants. I hope I don't have one. This one seems to be working all right. Do you have a hair transplant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Here in Malta. What? Malta? Yeah. Do you have the picture when you... Yeah, I'll show you. It's on Twitter, man. Really? I'll put it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a whole thing talking about it because... didn't know you were bald at some point. Yeah, man. I mean, he wasn't bald, bro. That is the thing. He was just like balding. Yeah. uh, I would say kind of like me, maybe... I would say it was even better than me right now. But uh, Are you, you know how it is. Yeah. Do you want to see? Yeah. yeah sure. If you, if you look like, if I do like this, then Wait, you can see. Do you, you pull your that. hair? If, if you go like this, do you, does the hair go away? Uh, the touch? No, not really that bad. It's just like it's not growing that much. It's not like it falls out that much. There you it's go. More... Look at that. I linked them in uh, in TV <laughs> for you, man. You can check out those two right there. There's the back of my head all completely cut open, and there's the other one of like how, how thin everything it got. Is this bleeding or what? What is that? No, so that's all I like, scabbed up. That is blood. Yeah. Okay. Is that painful or you don't feel anything? Uh, they anesthetize you pretty good. So you oh just didn't my god! Chair. Don't pull, don't pull this up, Demetrius. You don't. Yeah, I saw this multiple times. <laughs> no, no uh, way you in can the show world. It if you I'm want showing Dimitri. it. No, it's no way. Um, you you've when when they when they numb you, you can feel the pressure of them doing it, but it doesn't hurt. Like it doesn't. Oh, it, okay. It, it's not like. Painful, painful. It's not how it looks like. Okay. Yeah. So it's just uh, it, but yeah, it's not something that you know I'd I'd want to recommend anyone does for fun. Um, you know, do it when you're real depressed about yourself because you're getting old. Uh, but that's what's about the the thread about what I'm going to do when I'm 50. I don't know what I'm going to do when I'm 50. Hopefully, I'm still doing something in Counter Strike. Maybe not talking on podcasts because I think people will hate me by then. 
but maybe just making sure maybe I can do the unions when I'm 50. There we go. When I'm old and just wanting to do spreadsheets and stuff, I can do the unions. Okay. Uh, yes, yeah, for people that want to see it, I, I shared it in chat. So people oh, don't want to see my it. Head? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. But we didn't bring up this fucking Vox Pop thing. We did. Okay. We just did. We just did. We did. Yeah, that's it. Oh. We, we just had the poll. Oh, okay. And then we, we were just talking about CSPPA before as well. We already yeah. did that. Yeah. And we covered all that. So yes. we're good. We're, we're yes. making great time here this evening. Um, all right. Well, I'll allow everybody a minute to go look at the picture of my head because we'll take an ad break and we'll be right back. Finally, I found what I was looking for. Now that my search is over, it's going to be a tough choice. But fortunately, no need to choose when you can just have them all. Buy and sell skins on bitskins.com. Best Esports Oz. VIP program and a variety of bonuses. Fast and easy withdrawals. Bet on every possible CSGO match and tournament. As well as any other esports game. Only on 22Bet. We're back. We're back. We're back. Uh, Flames has just gone to the bathroom, everybody. Uh, so we can answer a couple questions. Is he allowed to do that? Go to the bathroom? I think so. I, I don't know if he has to ask his parents or anything, but it's allowed here on the show. I think it's one of the rules. If you need to go to the bathroom, you can go. It's like school when you get to high school. The some of the teachers are cool. Uh, to do a question, there's a question. People want to know if I'm on finasteride. People want to know if I'm on finasteride. I use, not. I use topical, a topical finasteride and minoxidil solution every day. I have to I have to be more diligent with stuff. Yeah. So welcome back. How Hello. how was your how was your flow? You know, is it a strong flow? What of the of the piss? Yeah, you know, or you, was it one of these nervous oh. pisses where you're in there and it was a little bit a little bit on and off? It was uh, it was okay. It's, it's the flow was there, man. The flow was there. All right, that's good. No prostate uh, issues. No, not yet. Uh, All right. That's uh that's great. All right. Well we can get uh People don't like the piss talk. You, know, you got to toilet humor some of the best humor people, there is out there. People, everyone's, everyone's complaining about everything. Everyone likes toilet humor some of the best fucking humor there is. All right. Uh, guys, so, just, it, was, just, it, was, it was true what it was true what Kassad said. Everyone's uh, for free speech until you say something they don't like. <laughs> Amen. I just don't uh, think we should uh, turn this into men's health problems talk show. Okay. Okay. It is maybe, not what I signed up for. Maybe we should actually. Maybe we should do a special where we just talk about men's issues. Right. Uh, maybe okay. our uh, what's it called? November episode. Yeah. Okay. That's that not one. a bad idea. That's sort of all right. All right. Let's 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 get into the fun stuff, right? Let's get yeah, talking about like all these top five mental breakdowns you've had in life. Fucking hell. Only top five. Damn. All right. Look, uh, we, we got a, we got some roster mania uh, stuff to cover here this evening. Uh, there's been some more developments since the last episode. There's always something chopping and changing. And look at this fucking timeline. Look at this. I want you at home to look can at you, this. Can you and link I want, the thing in chat yeah. so I can open it full screen? Yeah, link it as well. Yeah. Uh, do you want Dimitri's one? Yeah, I'll give you Dimitri's yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me let me find. I just got to get over to fucking Discord. But I Dimitri made it look a little bit nicer. Wow, man. But Man, I built this. I fucking I built this from scratch. I built a timeline of the remainder of the year of everything that we can be expecting here of the LAN events. Now, you might, you're probably sitting there and you're going, where the fuck is Blast Showdown? Well, as far as I'm aware, Blast Showdown's online now. And that old school Chad, he's coming back. 
The guy that doesn't just fucking, because it's a big name event, has to be on land. Remember when we cared about that? I remember when we cared about that, when we cared that things were on land. That's what we used to care about. If the good teams were there, if it was on land, and if there was lots of money. And then for some reason along the lines, we stopped caring about that. And we started talking about fucking some cunts playing online Counter-Strike and qualifier number 17 to go to, a, you know, okay, so let's, let's get back down to the roots, the land events, the big boy tournaments, the stuff that everybody wants to see. Okay. Um, so now once we get back from the break and I want to let everyone know we're back from the break in what, 14 days, the blast start in fucking 14 days. It's insane. As you can see here, 13th to 23rd of July, that's going to be the blast premier fall groups. Now, uh, I was talking to Yanko about this the other day. He was saying from talking to some of the, the teams who were going to be in the Blast, Blast Premier 4 groups, they're looking at using that as a boot camp to get themselves ready for Cologne. Because 50% of the 12-team partner field of the Blast Premier 4 groups make it to the finals. And the other 50% of the field that don't go to get the last chance qualifier of the showdown online. So here is a very low-stakes event to kick it off that goes for two weeks. Well, not two weeks, 10 days. It's 10 days worth of Counter-Strike for people to get in shape for Cologne that immediately rolls around two days later, uh, a million-dollar tournament, 25th to the 6th of August. And that's the start uh, after coming out of the break with all these fucking crazy changes. <laughs> it's, it's also insane. I am Cologne, million dollars. Gamers 8, million dollars. Hussar Cup, million dollars. Right? Blast Bro. Premier World Finals, million dollars. Yes. Probably is almost million dollars. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Pro League is also like super distributed to everyone, but like these three events in a row, especially like Gamers 8 and Kusar Cup that are not like big brand names, let's say, having that much money is kind of insane. People are saying the colors are all over the place. I want to point out that the color coding system is to represent the different time periods. So as you can see here, obviously for July, you've got the lighter shade of blue. And then as we transition into August, it goes to the more greeny yellow That's color. That's why, because some of these events are in two months. That's why they start as blue and end in yellow. Yeah, and I've even done like different things of like the poles and stuff. So I, I've I really tried here, guys. And I, I was proud of this. I was very proud of this. It was probably one of my favorite little creations I've made in Google Slides. So if you guys could just enjoy it and take the timeline for what it is, that'd be great. Okay, so yeah, game is eight. So we know there's going to be a lot of big boy teams there. Like... Who the teams at Gamers 8? Let me read those out for everybody Heroic, Vitality, Phase, G2, Ents, Cloud9, Gamer Legion, Navi, Apex, Liquid, Fury, Virtus Pro, Fnatic, MIBR, Falcons, and TBD. It's a European Open Qualifier. Could be anybody. Like, that's a lot of good teams. Yeah, it's a pretty sick tournament. Yeah. And then after that, uh, obviously, we're looking at the timeline, we're going to go into the Hassar Cup, which is overlapping with the start of EPL. But we just saw nine get announced today as the first yeah. team for the Hassar Cup. They only have eight teams. Then EPL's on. Uh, that's going to have, how many teams does the EPL have again? Isn't it like 20, 30, 30, 32? 32, yeah. Yeah, it's a shit. So we got 32 teams of playing and that, and with that might be CS2. The entire time with this, we're asking ourselves the question, when CS2 coming? Then after Pro League finishes, we go down under for IM Sydney, which is already 100% sold out. Already the whole crazy. event is sold out. That's uh, and crazy. So that's, that's really good news for down under. But it's going to be so stacked, man. What, Sydney? No, like everything, like all these tournaments, because you, you just see the, the dates, but we have, we travel and it, it takes the a lot. media? Yeah, we do media. We do like, the thing is like, you need to think you fly and you, f you fly from a tournament to tournament. So f you might have like one month that you're not home and then your management or like the coaches, they, they think, okay, like the player needs some time for himself, right? So we need a, at least a five day break or a three day break so the players can do what they want. They just get home, maybe be with their family a bit. But now then you get, Three days after you have a tournament to attend or like 
and and that's not all the online tournaments I believe, which some teams are gonna attend either ways because they just want to play everything. It's gonna be so. I think it's gonna be very stuck just for a player. You know, you travel. Um, I think a lot of the new players were like Rain Waker. Imagine like the slap in the face you get from like you sit in Bulgaria, you play some CS:GO with your team. It's everything is chill and dandy, and then you have tournament, 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 tournament. You're not home for two months. Then you have to do some media day in Los Angeles. Like you, you never know how it's gonna go. But like, it doesn't look so good. Yeah. Like, Schedule-wise, man, we need to see SPPA back. But but this here is without the RMRs and the major, right? Those are oh, yeah, two true. events that are not in the calendar. And like you're still saying it's gonna be fucking gangbusters, which which it is, right? You can see right here. Where is the biggest gap we're looking at here? From IEM Sydney finishing on October 22nd until the Blast Premier Fall Finals, which is the 22nd of November. So that's a month period right there. So we'll have a month. Uh, like This is maybe the showdowns in there. I don't know. Like I said, it's online Counter-Strike. I didn't, I didn't list it. I was being elitist when I was putting this. There will be other events in that time, no doubt. Uh, but that's where the biggest break here is in this. And then the Alyssa Masters Espo, we spoke about that a couple of episodes ago. And then to cap off the year, the Blast Premier World Finals, which I don't think, do we know where they're going to be yet? Have they announced the location for the World Finals yet, Prof? It's probably mm, a Middle Eastern country. I, I presume it's going to be Abu Dhabi again. I don't yeah. know if it was. Really? Well, probably. Yeah. I, I would imagine so. I, that's that's what they've done the I, last I have couple. A, I don't know. I feel like I heard that it's like a multi-year thing. So I, I maybe, okay. I, maybe I'm maybe i making it up now. And I think the year after they were going to change the location. Okay. All right. Well, that's, there, that's my like vibe, but not not a report or anything. Let's let's just say I think I heard this, or maybe I made it up. But long story short, the whole point of this timeline here is to kind of put the next six months into frame for everybody, our viewers, us, everything. Because what we're going to talk about now with all the roster changes, all of this needs to be kept in mind, right? You can see in front of you how these events are going to unfold, and this is mainly for the top tier teams. Obviously, some of the lower tier teams are getting opportunities to play in these events and whatnot. But Vitality with Flames here is a perfect example of a team that is essentially going to be playing in almost everything that you see on the screen right here. Maybe not Alyssa Masters Espo, maybe not the Hassar Cup, but pretty much everything else on the Hopefully screen. Hopefully that's like up. There you go. So he wants to he wants to give it a crack for the millie. But uh, <laughs> like this this is the framework we have to work with here. With the question the entire time, the fucking elephant in the room of when is CS2 going to slot into all of this, right? So this is the framing with the with the question with the elephant in the room of CS2. And with with that with that said, is there any like Flames has got a takeaway? He feels like he's going to be under the pump, Prof. You have any takeaways from more of like a like, I guess like a, a viewer standpoint? I think it's uh, it's going to be interesting. It, it's a weird season because of two reasons. First of all, no major. Second of all, CS2 is most likely going to be launched somewhere in the middle of this, which is kind of going to disrupt everything. And from a kind of an overview, like, ah, who was the best player of the year? Who are the best teams? Like, it is kind of weird not having two majors and having a Cologne and Katowice because that's sure. kind of how you quantify who had a good year, who didn't have a good year. So it's going to be a bit different. And then because of the second major not existing, some other tournaments are just going to get more value. I think I am Sydney is going to be one of them. And some of the, maybe the Gamers A tournament seems like it's going to be pretty legit in terms of teams. So, uh, last fall finals are always, always, a, big event. Yeah. always a good event, but also always kind of limited because just eight teams and partnerships and everything, they cannot be like, they cannot they be, be bigger than they are, than they are already. Yeah. Right. So, and especially kind of if some upsets happen where like some of the worst, like let's say OG get through to the playoffs of four finals immediately. Right. For example, and you miss out on, why are you laughing? Come on, man. Like we you're know, just we, making that, fun. Of, you're just making fun of flames here for like abusing the. Well, the they were OG were blast abusers. They, they, they oh, were yeah. getting. 
love this one. I was hopefully flying to Denmark all this time. <laughs> I bet this guy couldn't get enough of it. He was like, yeah, if I can pump this group stage into my veins, maybe. I'll take Brilliant. it every day of the week. That was actually <laughs> chill, man. Blast, blast, blast. That, that was my old, old tournament that I attended playoffs was Blast and online ESL events, man. How did you feel when uh, Striker made that article uh, about like OG and Blast? I, I, didn't, I didn't give a fuck, man. I was, I was just happy to make semifinals, but I, I remember how the team felt. But we also had players that didn't give a fuck. They didn't open agiltv.org <laughs> to, to read the articles. Like, they didn't like reading. So I, I just read briefly the article. I saw how people reacted to it, but we didn't really care. We just made playoffs, and then we were, like, thinking maybe we can joke back about it. But to be honest, it was fair, right? We we attend those events, even though we're, like, top 22, top 17, and there are teams that are much high caliber that they don't even get the opportunity to qualify there, and they go to Blast Showdown which is very hard to qualify from because you have so many potential teams. that And the that single elimination. Yeah, the single elimination is rough. So, yeah, I think it's just fair. It was just fair of an argument. But back then, it it didn't feel like we were so bad. I, I think back then, that's why we maybe were a little going off on Twitter and, and so on because I think some events were good and then the major was just a shit show. Um, but before that, we were in Blast semifinal and I think we the RMR was just we qualified very quick, so we thought to ourselves, maybe, you know, this guy could have been taking the piss a little bit, but I don't remember how I, <laughs> how I was. I didn't really care. I just liked the game. What's, how do you like Kakafu? It feels like he hates us. Kakafu? Yeah, it feels, well, like, I, it feels like he fucking hates us. Well, who's us? Well, not, like the I, people, I not, not, maybe not you, the people on the broadcast. It feels oh, like he fucking hates yeah. everybody well, on the Kakafu broadcast. Fuck those guys. He's the chillest dude ever, man. If you sit with him for 10 minutes, you love this guy. Yeah, He's, he's super chill, but he just... Because some of the arguments that back then Yanko and uh, and I don't remember like who was the the people on Twitter, but they were bringing some arguments that that they didn't really give any any uh, didn't really give the proper argument. They just said you know OG paragraph is going down even though we we're like progressing up because we we just got Dexter and the team was like we were a new team and we make the major first time and we we make the semis in blast and things were going like uphill and then during that time someone comes on Twitter and says like this team is just going down for the last two years. So I think he, he just doesn't like it, you know, and for fair reasons. But uh, like he is a, he's a chill dude. Like if, if, he, if he says something back, it's not because, you know, it's his ego. He just really wants to debate it. Okay, fair enough. Uh, while we got you going, because you're fucking on one right now, what team's Dexter joining? Not Dexter. Dexter. Uh, Australia, right? Yeah, you must know all the rumors. What team's he joining? Do you know? I think what makes sense for me in my brain is Greyhound. Ah, come on, man. I wanted the real answers. Yeah, I don't know where he's going. I don't know I have, where. I have no idea. Actually, if you talked with me two weeks ago, man, I could have, I could have, <laughs> we could have, we could have been sitting here for like two hours about leaks. But <laughs> right now, I have nothing that I that I know and is exceptional. Uh, okay. But but I, it would make sense that he goes back to Greyhound. I think some teams would benefit having him. Um, like some of the you know the you know the the better teams per se. I think they would benefit having him. I don't think he's it's so bad. Like I think IGL wise, um, and at least when when I was talking with Exertion, it seems like just you know is is the IGL that is less type of a leader and with some right players in the team, like people that take initiative and stuff like that. I think some of these IGLs are very good. So I, I'm not sure. Like uh, I'm not sure in terms of how he how he calls in the game, but I think some teams will benefit him. But I think Greyhound will just be the first builders and. Uh, he will go back to Australia to, you know, to the to the main roster. Okay, 
All right, that's good. Because if he goes back to the main roster, I said I'd coach him for free. So that's that. It, it all could come together. It's still possible. So you're um, hoping for it to happen? Or yeah, I want to work for free. I don't. I, I need to work for free a little bit. More, I think. Um, all right, let's uh, let's get into some of these roster mania scenarios. Uh, we got an update on the Brazilian scene, Prof. What's happened? Hans Hauser on the bench. Furia has said goodbye. Me, there's there's me, been an emotional yeah, yeah. goodbye today. You oh, were getting emotional about the goodbyes. Bro, someone someone did like say in chat or in a comment somewhere is like, Prof, you're a cool guy. You just have to be stop being so negative on Twitter. And then I'm like, what is this guy talking about? Then I go and look at my Twitter and I'm just complaining about shit all the time. <laughs> but it is like, what, what am I supposed to say when it, it just is just so much annoying bullshit that that orgs do that I just have to complain. And it's like I remember. The same thing happened with like Cirque leaving DG. There was just a tweet says goodbye Cirque. Like, what does this mean? Like, don't shouldn't we at least know like what is the status of his contract? Yeah. Is he contracted? Is he a free agent? Is he benched? Like, just at least tell us that. You know, I feel like that is the minimum of information everyone deserves to know. Uh, and just saying like goodbye. So what am I supposed to write here? Uh, X goodbyes Y. Great. Like the free the, the, agent is. This- Yes, it like how, the, yeah. how do we update the status like on HLT? Like you can't. I, I think I think with Shuhi it was like the the main thing, right? Like the, yeah, because they said they kind of did the same thing where they said goodbye and it was like okay, I guess he's transferred, but maybe he's not transferred, maybe he isn't. But I guess he was transferred in the end with like a buyback clause, which is fine. We don't need to know all of the details of the contract, but like let me just give us the basics. Uh, that's it. That's that's all for me now. That's the Thank end you. of the, the. But 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 safe and drop are gone. Which that I think true. we thought was happening. Hardzow's on the bench over at Payne. Uh, uh, Phelps is like... apparently joining Zero Zero Nation. I think that fell through. I think that's not happening. Oh, okay. Um, let me see. I have a. Is, is it Fallen just joining Furia and they, there hasn't been any updates on it because they're just still well, working through all the, like, I don't know. Well, the thing of... is, like, if, if uh, they got rid of Safe, then it kind of feels like it must be pretty right. certain like why would you unless yeah. you were getting zevi and skulls yeah. or something right and, and, you know and, what i should have done yeah keep on your point and then i'm gonna say it yeah i just want to say and uh mibr seems like they are the drop and safes uh new destination oh, for turtle and um uh, the guy? so it's sunny breno and exit currently the, i can't remember who the who's turtle and who was the other guy why am i forgetting the other guy um, Exit Brunson in Sunny. Oh, Henny, Henny, Henny. Oh yeah, Henny. About no, 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 no. We're we're on the same. What are we gonna say, Flames? That Furia back then when they they got rid of the like Henny left, right? They should have gotten Stadudo. Yeah. That was like that would be the best pickup they could have gone. Stadudo. Yeah, it was it, back then. The he Portuguese was playing, player. Yeah, he, he was, was playing for so. He was 1.2 rated player. He just banked phase on a new game, 40 bomb. I think Borky was even tweeting that he's cheating or something. I don't even <laughs> remember what happened then. And then I said, as, like, I was thinking, he speaks Portuguese. Possibly, maybe doesn't want to move to NA or like be close to his family. But like, I, I never heard or saw any leaks concerning that man. And they, I think he's, he has like this guy is truly gifted. He's like insane player, and I, I think they missed out. Seemed like a seemed like an option definitely at the time. Instead, they went for Junior, which turned out to be awful. And in the end, Junior is making a comeback now. He's on EG. He is. So. Well, we'll get to that yeah. in a moment. Why do you think Henny went is on the bench? They think just well, not I... producing. They think safe's better because like I, I, I feel like they're much of a muchness. Maybe it was a, a deal to get drop and safe from from Furia. What, they what want the experience. Of, what kind of amazing deal is that? I don't know. Like it's all of these fucking roster moves in Brazil. Is like uh, I don't know. Like from. I just want to know who the fifth's going to be on Furia. That's all I want to know. 
Just need to know who the fifth is going to be on Furia. Who's joining as the as the fifth with Fallen? That's what we I need. Don't know. The, the latest, I guess, Cello is one of the rumors, but I guess that could be a big buyout or something. That like maybe that doesn't happen. Okay. One of the options was Cows, uh, Cows, whatever, however it's pronounced from the Academy team. And I heard like there was a report on Clutch that said like Venom Zero, who is from Paqueta and has decent ratings. Okay. So uh, could be anybody. Do they, they, you think it's Sunny? I, I thought in, maybe money-wise, maybe it doesn't fit them, but I think he's like the best upcomer in, in Brazil, right? He's 19, 1.22 rated player, man. He's good. Uh, I think the problem is just maybe like Art and Insani, like both are super aggressive, I guess. So okay. if they want to keep Art, then they don't want to make this change. And I guess you want to keep Maybe they're Art using all the money on Fallen. The thing is also like they, keeping three players keeps them in the in the role for the majors and stuff. Um, presumably, right? Uh, this cologne and this kind of stuff, right? Yeah. 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 All right. Well, fair enough. Anything else we need to talk about with Brazil? Or we go with Brazil. Uh, no, I just feel like most of the changes are kind of meh when you look at it, right? None of the, it's just like the result is not going to be anything better. I don't feel like, and that just feels like a waste. Uh, I think Furia, obviously, if they can get like Cello with Fallen, that seems pretty decent. Uh, even cool. though I'm not or a even fan. Vinny. Yeah, but I don't he, I don't think Vinny was in any conversations. So. Okay. I think oh, they wait. played with Vinny as well, right? So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of years ago, right? Like two or three years ago now, whatever it was when he used to be on that team. All right, let's get into um, let's get into some of the the more broad changes now. Uh, Dimitri, if you could bring up the the little document we have again, I guess we can start with slide one. Now, uh, as I mentioned, everybody, I built this today, but Dimitri, he he came through and he he gave it a sweep. Uh, he's, he's tried to make it look much better than what I did. So if there's any mistakes, uh, it's on Demetrius, not on me. Right? We'll, we'll put the blame there. Now, as you can see here, we've got a nice little color coding system. Uh, we've got <laughs> Dupree with the red around him, him on the way out. Flames confirmed to be the, the, the addition of the team. We want to do this in a bit of a different way. I'm sure we can power rank these at the end if we want. But just going through some of the quick and headline-y pros and cons of yeah. some of these we can signings also and roster changes. to kind of finish to do a power ranking because there are sure, still some things some changes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. Um, so we can flick through this one pretty quickly. This is a great example to have this one as the first one because we've got Flames right here. So, uh, one Flames, of the, what do you think are the pros of this move? Of you joining the team? I mean, the one that everybody mentioned is pretty clear that you're going to have a, a young core for CS2. I think that this is the main thing that is noticeable. Okay, well, that's a nice one to put right there. Uh, I, think, I uh, would say firepower upgrade. Yeah, that's fair. I, he couldn't say that, so I did. What do you got? Uh, are you writing it? I don't see. Uh, yeah, no, I'm writing it. Maybe it's not it's, coming up. Change it to a different color, I think, because it's. Uh, is it there? Maybe I'll make it white. Maybe I can't write on it. Maybe yeah, it's not white. possible right. for me to write are on it. Are you in the wrong one or what's um, happening? I think I'm in the right one, but maybe I can't. I, maybe I can't edit it because it's not my not my thing. It's no, not my I mean, I see. I see. No, it, I see it, I it. It. There we go. Oh, okay, you see okay. it now? Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. Young call for CS2 firepower upgrade. What was the next question? The next one. Uh, I wanted to say, what did I want to say? I want to say something. I think um, this is a very like vitality thing. But uh, speaking with Wait, Neo, he was free. That was that was only for that as well. Sorry, he, he was, was free. free. He was free. Uh, I think it also kind of resets the progress of the team, but in a good way. Um, it's kind of kind of a start of a new cycle. Um, okay, so that's a this pro. Like, this, yeah, I would say that's a pro. Would you say like like reignition of hunger? Is kind of yeah, where you're going with it, kind of. But I think this terminology of cycles is something that, like, okay. uh, vitality used quite quite a bit. 
And when they oh. built a team with international, it's like, ah, oh, this is the, the cycle is like to win the, the Paris major and okay. they accomplish that. So like, what else do you have to accomplish if you accomplish your mission, right? With a new player, I feel like that's, that's a good, good thing actually to have. So reigniting the fire, as you said. Okay. So I've put that, I've put, just put restarting cycle. People can, can follow along. Uh, with the, what are the, the cons, I guess the biggest one would be, um, well, obviously, there's a disparity in experience now. Okay, that would be a, a notable one, right? Disparity in experience. Like he, the guy won five fucking majors. Yeah, like I'm gonna write that. The guy yeah. won like five fucking majors. It's also a risk, right? That's one of the cons that Vitality doesn't have any guarantee that, uh, like the for the org, right? They don't have any guarantee that this is like a something a project that. It's going to work for sure. Yeah. So I put that in. I put uh, just one major, so equals risk. Do we like that? That, that yeah. kind of works right there. I think that's kind of the, the point. You can go on it different ways. Like how is the how is the chemistry in the team going to work? Is that going to change? How is it going to affect different players? Some I would say maybe some, you can put on cons, some role or position role, changes. Role changes slash overlap. Yeah. Okay. Like something is going to happen. Well, actually, I don't feel like there's role overlap but there's definitely position overlap position overlap more yeah yeah because i think you can like it because another thing that when i was reading this article and i'm sure flames you did you can attest to this like even though like someone can play a different position on the map maybe not an extremity position but you can be more active in like a central position that like, your con guy could be more active than your short guy your short guy could be more active than your con guy it's more going to be your con guy but like it 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 doesn't always, it's not always the same, right? Within a, within a round, things are going to be different. You're going to be jumping out window, you're going to be pushing underpass. Like a lot of these things that just make it easier for us to define. So these, these conversations about like the overlap or this person in this position, I feel a lot of that will get ironed out quite quickly. Like once you're in the server and everyone's yeah, fucking. I think right now, the, I don't want to have a comment on this, like, you know, on the concept was in this, in this thing, but I Joke. think, I think just like, what people need to remember is that Zayu is just a very open-minded guy to play with, so it means that oh. the, the role clashes are gonna be, you know, I'm not saying he's gonna become a rifler, but I, but I mean that he's very open to play a lot of, like he's just very good at everything he does. So yeah. when I look at it from the side, many things could be changed around this guy because all you need him is in in the late round, like mid round, late round to clutch and play in those two v twos and. Basically, you can play around that any any way you like, right? Like, people like if you if I'm the B player on Mirage like Dupree and I say like, look, I have a spawn, I I want to go jump mid and rush top middle now because I, I want to. That we go to B or something, yeah. Like he doesn't give a fuck, man. He just goes, yeah, I will yeah. B, it's okay. And then, then he goes up <laughs> B, it's okay. And he will kill yeah. probably most of, more than me if they come. So, so I, I just think from the side it looks like you know, it's not, yeah. Not that's, the end of the world. It, it should yeah. be an easy thing. Okay. All right. Easy. Uh, well, I guess that's it for Vitality. We keep it moving, Prof? Yeah, that's good. All right, cool. Dimitri, let's flick on down. Let's look at Cloud9. Uh, okay. So the pros of the new roster. Now, this one isn't confirmed yet. You can see because it's in yellow. Uh, I hope this one happens. I really hope this one happens. Uh, pros. Oh. Uh, well, the pros for this one is electronic and fucking... Like, electronic and I mean, now are fucking have, sick. Yeah. But now you literally have... Uh, three of the top like eight players in the world of the last two years. Isn't that maybe, but like, maybe electronic electronic didn't have like that great of a last year, but he is he's there. He's up there. What's the biggest pro you see with this roster flames? I think 
possibly them coming might make some players in their team understand that there is it's it could be more team based and because I, I think when I look at Cloud9, it's against the top teams. Okay, well, people that are playing against them, as long as they don't have ADHD, it's not so hard to win against them. When we play against Cloud9, we lose because we have four ADHD players, so we cannot beat them. So when when we have a when when a good team plays against Cloud9, I, I feel like they a lot of the time it's it's not so hard to just you know it doesn't do anything. You just like Let go the play. game down. Yeah. Can you yeah. can you expand on this? I know I know what people mean when they th- say this, but maybe people at home won't. What does it mean? When yeah, you it's, have... it's like you know people are just baiting. Like th- that's how it looks, right? If 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 you're a viewer, that people are just baiting and not playing for the rounds. I think when you play them, generally it's very hard because they have op and they have weapons every round, even if they lost one. It's not so easy to play against them. But I think some of the rounds that you know against phase, let's say in the major qualifier in the RMR, like the last chance or whatever it was, they lost six by rounds on not planting the bomb, on run, time running out. And 15-14 was the same round. So, you know, if, if I'm looking from the side, I, I would expect Electronic and Perfecto move to become, you know, more like, you know, le- they, they possibly could know how to change the face of the game when it needs to be. I think their style in general, I remember the online era, it was just very hard to figure them out and how they play. And... Even now, it's it's not so easy to play against them. They're always title contenders. It feels like they're always like up in the playoff runs. But but at, at some of the games they play against, like the very elite teams, I think they need something more to rely on than other like you know to hope that the other team you know plays the standard. Let's push into them and so on. Um, Do you think I, they're like lacking depth in how they can close games or how they can be competitive in matches? Right, and these two players coming in can add a whole new element. I think these two players that come in might add the element that they can play a new style, sort of. They can, you know, grasp a hold of, like, how, how to play aggressive in some rounds uh, and play it good and how to, like, sort of play mid-round, not always... Because I, I think generally, or, like, speaking as I was playing in OG, a lot of the rounds against them, when you look back, and we always lost to them, right? But we look back and it's like, you know, we just don't need to move because they, they, they do a lot of stuff... Um, like in the first or the second, like, you know, the first uh, sort of the ending of how they play, like the rounds, the the last 20 seconds, they're very chaotic sort of, but I don't feel like it's so hard to play against if people in your team don't do anything. So I think sure. electronic, like, or, or at least how they play the old style. I, I thought with Buster, it wasn't such a good move because I, I thought they needed someone young that, that can, you know, play like a bit faster CS or maybe puts new ideas into their brain other than, Buster, which I think he, he sort of has the same, you know, coming from like a, a Virtus Pro, sort of very similar, like slow passive style. And then I, but they had Yekinder, right? So I think right now the Cloud9 roster, like the after looks much better for me that they have some players that have played a different style, sort of maybe the same slow sort of, like sort of thing, but more like they could teach them how to play more aggressive. Because I think, I think it adds a killer nothing, instinct, but... maybe. Do you think that's what it could add? Like the, sort the, of, yeah. yeah? Like a killer instinct, maybe just a bit more aggression into the game, which I think if they can do it good, because their individuals are like terrifying, man. Like sure. I think Hobbit is insane. You have Exile. If you <clears throat> if you look at him, how he how he shoots so instant. Then you have Shiro, which you don't even need to say nothing about him. Now you put Electronic into that mix as an IGL, which was like the highest rating I, rated IGL this year, and then Perfecto, which is very good for closing out the rounds. I'm just not sure maybe when I look at it now because I, I didn't think so much about this also, but because Perfecto in Navi was pretty much closing out most of the rounds. So then I it could clash with some some of the other players. But I think either way, they have 
looks very good on paper. It looks very good, and I think when I think about it, when you play against them, they might develop a new sort of style or like mix their style with something else, which could look very, very good. And I think it would be better to watch for the fans. I'm not sure how it will look in CS2, but. Yeah, it could be. I think I think on paper it looks like a very scary team. Prof, you got yeah. any pros or cons here? I mean, you can. Cons are hard to get. I think someone said in chat uh, pros were a uh, con would be Vertigo. Okay, so map pool. Okay, that's yeah. a, that's an interesting one. Yeah, that's a good one to point out. Um, so they kind of lose at least one one map that they that was. I mean, that was Cloud9's best map, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 And that's something that I, I, I guess it, it, yeah. And Vertica has a bit of a count of a map and, as well. And I also think I, I, for me, the question is still IGLing. I think that's the con if this is, because it might be enough okay. in the end. Uh, but from these are the latest rumors it would be Hobbit staying and Nafni going together a buster. Like IGLing is electronic going to keep doing it. I would uh, like him to, especially after his Instagram post that he made that, you know, about him wanting to, yeah. to be a good in-game leader. Right. This was back. <laughs> this was back uh, with the Navi time though, but like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I think con, he can do it. Kadian put a great con in the chat. No what one do does. Put? Who does the English interviews? Uh, well, <laughs> I know electronic and perfecto. No, electronic perfecto and Hobbit can all do them and groove. Because every I mean, time these guys, they, think they, yeah, they, they think they're hate, slick, bro. They he was going to join EG. Of course he can do an English <laughs> interview. He was going to join EG. Like, he can speak. They come yeah. up every time they see I him in the Zai lobby. Would, they're like, Zai I don't speak English. I'm like, I know he speak English. But I, I then think that if he speaks English, you can put him, Navi would keep him. No, he wants to leave. Him and Perfecto want to okay, leave. That's, okay. the, that's the story, right? They don't want to be anymore. They're, okay. they're fed up of getting abused. They're out. They're out. They're done. They've had enough. They've 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 been told enough. It's going to change. There's flowers been bought every day. The fridge is always stocked with their favorite desserts. It's not going to change. They don't want to take it anymore. Flames. Okay, fair enough then. Fair enough then. They want to go. They want to go play with Axile and Shiro because those two combined are basically simple. So like you know they it, it, they get it. They it's they've all worked it out. Big words. Yeah, yeah. And he we got Heko as well. She said they don't need to do English interviews. We can just get Heko to do it. It's all good. <laughs> um, okay, so we'll leave. We'll are we done? We done with Cloud Nine? Um, Anything else you want to add? I think that's it, right? That yeah, is I like it. it. And, and yeah, okay, cool. Uh, let's jump to Navi. This is this is this one. We're missing a frame here. See, I told you there might be an issue or two. Dimitri's coming. He's cleaned uh, out. But uh, there should be a frame behind uh, Mr. Perfecto. Let me fi let me fix it. it. Let fix me fix it. it. I'm fixing it, dear. There is a tweet from Simple. Yeah, I saw the tweet. Looking forward to start our boot camp. Finally, something interesting is going to happen. Hashtag <laughs> Navi Nation. Now, when what I would see that this, what this would that team, be? well, it'd be this team. When I see this, though, I think that I have consumed like absinthe or something, and I'm like having some kind of like trip. Right? Maybe is... I did some mushrooms. Maybe there's some real psychedelic shit going on. I've been laying there. I've just been like stare, stare, staring at a, a logo of Navi Nation, just chanting <laughs> it, saying Simple's name like over and over as I'm doing ayahuasca in some fucking forest. And then this team pops into my head because that's what this feels like. This doesn't feel... This, this feels like it's made someone, in like fucking Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or some imagine shit. Imagine someone's telling you this lineup six months ago. You would literally... What is this lineup? You would just walk away. You wouldn't even interact. It doesn't make any sense. I don't understand. But it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. It makes like, all the sense and no sense at the same time. 
It's it's one of the most difficult things I've seen in my life. Let, let, let's do it this way, Flames. This might come back to bite you in the ass, mate. So think very carefully when I ask you this question. Are you scared of this roster? I think I'll just say politically correct answer here. I think <laughs> if you if you always need to put simple in. Yes. Like you know, simple is always gonna be in the playoff contender team, like wherever he goes. But I'm not sure how it's gonna look because when Zai went international, he couldn't even get to 1.2 rating, right? So it, I don't think it looked so good. So I think for the start, it's going to be very rough, like very hard. I think having Alexi, which experienced a lot of international teams in the last like two, three years is, is good, especially as the leader, as the IGL. JL is always a nice guy and he's, he's playing good. And I think I am a good player. I'm not sure he experienced so much of like international teams other than Game Religion, but but I think the, they all look very good. I think we're just maybe downgrading them a bit because the... Like one, two of their players haven't showed like, uh, you know, it, it was like one tournament which they were good in, but JL performs very well. You know, the, I think he held his level very high for a long period of time. And then I am is also very good. So then I think it just depends how the two Ukrainian players transitioning into international is going to look like. Okay. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. But I think, uh, I think the key that I took from what you said there is simple is always dangerous, right? So that's a pro, yeah. is that this team still has simple. Yes. So that's definitely one of the pros. I would say another pro is you you know that there was a term that was just in my head and it was to do with J.O. and it was to do with Ima. Um, but it's like uh, currently they have good form. There's a term yeah. for this. There's a there's a term. It's a really inform. simple term. It's succinct. Well, yeah, inform pickups, I guess. We'll just go yeah. with that. That's that Because that's what... Emma and JLR, they both perform very well, the, the major, right? They, there's a bit of groundswell, a bit of hype around them. And those are the players that Navi are picking up. So they're banking on recent form being good enough to carry forward and then being able to replicate this because like it's international teams for JL, Alexi and Emma now coming into a team with simple and bit. Like you've, you, you're, you're now like, you look at Alexi B's trajectory. He's got he's he's got another another great opportunity here with the international team. But there's always something you're like, well, fuck. You, you've got Blade as the coach, and you got Simple. You got to deal with as the primary piece of the squad. Like, good luck. Like, it doesn't. I don't think it's going to be easy for Alexi. I think it's going to be quite difficult for Alexi. Do you think this would be easy, Flames, for someone who's who's had the experience with Alexi before, for him to be able to in-game lead in a team like this? From what I heard, Alexi has changed a lot since I was with him. So okay. So. Is that if, a good thing? Yeah, I, I think it 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 will help him that that change that I heard at least that he had. Like basically, I, th I heard that he started working very hard for everything that he has. Um, and if he gets that offer, I believe he understands that he needs to work super hard because it looks like at least like the you know there's not going to be many teams if if this doesn't work out that uh, I don't think many teams would want him at like the top one orgs. Um, so possibly. Possibly, it could, like I, when I look at it, it could work because I think Alexi, I think Alexi is a good leader at least. Like he, he understands. He has his own vision about the game, which is good. Now he has Blade to work with, so it's not like he's, you know, it's not, it's not like he's alone here. And then, like the only thing I worry in this roster, if I was playing there, is is that how is Simple and Bit gonna play the game speaking English? How is it gonna be like, you know? I assume that when they the old Navi roster was playing, you know, communication was like disconnect insta very quick but i think now you see every international roster they have issues with communication every youtube video that you see about like orgs that they do vlogs and stuff like that like everybody has this sort of thing like i think heroic are the only one that show like uh, that uh, if you look outside their communication looks like insane but but their international teams have a lot of flaws in that and then it just depends how 
these two transitions. Simple plays a lot of FPL, played in liquid for like two years. Okay. So possible, like he, he could, like he played in liquid and he was insane player. So I think this guy could, like any anywhere you put him, I think he's like just insane. And then beat, I'm not sure how it, how it will look like. And then Jail and IM is just, you know. Braggers. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, even people are saying, oh, I think the FPL angle versus team CS is a huge difference because it's one thing is also in-game communication, which is fine, but there is like the out-of-game communication. That's also a yeah. huge difference because every team comes with their own kind of way of thinking, way of talking about things. So, and I'm pretty sure like we know that Navi has always been a bit fiery in terms of these things. And it's yeah. not even like we can complain, like criticize it from the outside but it's also just kind of how they deal with it that's how how their culture is and i think when you bring a lot of different people together that get takes some time to get used to and to understand like how do we, to it how all. do we talk about improving even before improving like there are so many steps for navi now to build that i think like i think cons is like they're going to need a lot of time it's entirely new project right they, and, and they i think some of the keys of like we saw with with uh, Vitality when you tried to mesh the Danes with the French that they tried to like mix the styles together or whatever and they weren't able to get there and then they had I to think work. Even out. earlier this year, you could say Vitality's communication was still a problem. I think they said it themselves. Like they yeah. would still have moments where they felt like they lost simply because they didn't like communicate. The game, the game needs to be played in a simpler fashion. Like yeah. I don't think they're going to be able to be as late round or as like hoping that they can pull something off at twenty seconds as much anymore. Right? I think that that. That might have to go out the window here. So yeah, the pros, they've still got simple. They have informed pickups of Ima and JL. Uh, I, also th I also think like the informed pickups, but also their unproven pickups on tier one. That's like, a con? I think that's a con. I think you okay. can say like, obviously Ima had a great major, but outside of that, he had nothing. Like he wasn't even, like last year, you wouldn't think of him as the star of Gamer Legion or whatever, when they had that run against G2 and playing the major, like he was okay, but nothing, nothing crazy, you know? So that's... That's a, that's also a con for me, but it's in some way you can you can see how it works, but it's definitely a fucking not, not a long shot, but a mid mid range shot. It's just weird, right? But it, I just it's because I don't think anybody expected this to happen. But um, yeah, Cloud Nine might be the team to profit off of all of this. Okay, happy with Navi? Yeah, there was a question from Kadian. Kadian, yes? uh, he spammed it like five times. So okay, what did he say? What did he ask? I missed. He it. asked. He asked flames. Uh, if you if you knew Navi was going uh, internationals and you didn't have the Vitality offer, uh, how would, how would the Navi offer rank? No one from Israel there, man. Adrian asked that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I think I think I would rank it like let's instead of Fudo. Let's say you didn't have the Vitality one and you had the other ones that you have that you don't want to disclose. I mean. I would rank it probably third one. Third. Yeah, I think there was, I think there, there was some, or like no, possibly even more. I think it it all depends if like how I I like the people and interact with like let's say the coach and stuff like that. I don't think it's like this roster specifically when you look about it. You know, um, wherever I mix in, if I if I think I have a roster where people are very open minded and you can work with them very well, then you have. Another another guy that, uh, that that is just insane, like simple. I think it's very possible to have, and and then a coach like Blade, you know, that is is rumored to be very good. I think it like it all depends how I see 
how we see how I see it fits on paper if I didn't have talks with nobody and everything um then I think yeah prob- probably second third somewhere there there was and there was some of us that would that I think uh people wise it fits it fits me more and when the people fit me more I think the the products can work better yeah as you said no Israeli players on Navi so yeah exactly yeah a, no but I, obviously there was some offers that I think we're better than most sports and ends right so I would have I would have gone there if I see that it fits more I think vitality just fell on the head like a, a good uh good uh like a good surprise but but I think that eventually I think some offers um were better than than both of these teams in terms of like the players and the consistency consistency they've shown the partner teams the opportunities to have success um so I, th- I think then you have to look at it differently it's it's not like I would have joined Israeli player um and that's the only requirement it's it's yeah. just that I really wanted it to have it would be a, a great bonus oh, nice well that's good we got that answer for Mr Katie and let's jump into our next slide please Dimitri I'll uh, keep it moving we got liquid next uh so we're looking at liquids pros and cons I put in uh, a con already bad for NA fans um they've shed many a tears I am drinking them in my big bottle of water right here and then so is it sweet or is it salty oh they are salty and sweet at the same time uh <laughs> what are, what's other pros of of this one right here i'm gonna put one down cheap it was cheap i think rain waker would have been very cheap i don't imagine he would have been too expensive um what other that's pros? a shitty con to have as a pro to have for like i don't think i don't think you should put it as a as a pro at least but, it, but it, it, going into did, cs2 the reason it's good no i don't think they're cheap but I think the fact that they got him for cheap means that if it doesn't work out and going into CS2 oh, okay. transition, it doesn't matter. Okay. It's all good. You didn't you didn't sign someone and he fucked up. You signed someone who was pretty cheap and whatever. It's all good. It's not it's not meant to be like a super negative at Liquid. It's just that Rain Waker probably wasn't very expensive. I think Pro is that they're gonna that they are finally they're EU centric. Okay. I like that EU centric. All right, nice. Cool. This is a pro from like a development of the team perspective. Like obviously, it's shit for NA that they're not NA, but for the players and the teams, just being based in EU uh, is pushing them to develop further. Yeah, well, and and I think it's uh, Kilman, the team. Yeah, like I remember, I played with Rainwaker for like a while in a in a sort of a team. And like this guy, I thought he would get the opportunity way before me, Spinks, everybody. Like he was just insane at the game. Like when you play with him, I remember he was just very quiet in the game. Um, but it was it, it it's it what fits players like uh, like Yekinda. I feel like when you have a quiet piece that is is gonna be reliable killing wise, plus he's gonna be sometimes initiating right there and there. Because when you have Yekinda in team, I, I don't think these players need need uh, to have so much like talking in game i think you have a player that talks a lot of stuff out he's very in-depth with the game and the meta i think it's very nice to have that and then i think patsy is just insane individual and, and spirit he was playing very good and i think how he how he played the game not even how he was shooting was, was also very good so do you think firepower I, is a pro for the team yeah like i think yeah obviously because i think you dropped off like the the least rated igl this year right like other than carrigan probably or like, in a hooksy, yeah. yeah. So, Apex. so Apex is 0.99, so it was like top four. Oh, yeah, the, okay. highest, the highest was electronic with 1.11. Yeah, I was checking ne- everything. Someone was doing his research, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but back then I was like, which I have a friend of mine which told me a fair argument, which I, I could probably say it here as well. It told me that in two years, the game is going to be so high level skill wise 
that you cannot have a, a guy that holds like holds you back in terms of like this zero point. You cannot have a weakness in the team. You can't but, have a bot uh, as an in-game leader, is what you're saying. Like any anything, you know, not not only as a bot. You cannot have anyone that is level. Like is is you know is like average level is just like 0.8, 0.9. That's his argument, which you know I I, I do agree at some at some points that you know um, like some of the better teams their IGLs just look way better. You know with with heroic that they looked consistent. Kaden is the open. He brings up the number with vitality. Apex was playing like one one rated almost. Uh, I'm not sure like this half of a year, but this season, but. It was uh, high rated. I think Snappy was very high rated than than I thought it would be, which they did good as well. Faith uh, did exception like they didn't do so good this season, I think. But you know they had uh, the Kargan is not so high rated, and then I think I think it it was a surprise for me to, to see that G2 success was like they played very good CS, but I think also Uxi played that, very good. But that was also yeah the tournaments when they did well was when Uxi was like yeah zero nine zero nine yeah. five. The guy yeah. who calls the shots, if he's playing a little bit better, probably feeling the game a little bit better. And, you know, it all goes hand in hand. Who would have thunk? Who would have <laughs> fucking thunk it? Uh, okay, so we got cheap signing, EU-centric, firepower. Any other positives here I... for Laquado? Mm, no, I think cons we can. We can go to cons. Okay, cons. I'm ready for I the cons. I think cons for me is like Patsy recent form. Okay, Patsy recent form. Not been Brilliant. good. Uh, Patsy recent form and, and roll overlap, I would say. Okay, I think, I think both things. But well, are... they're gonna have Rain Waker and Naf as their more passive players, and then Yakinder and Patsy as their initiators, and then yeah. OC as the supportive doing it all over. But you yeah. still think that like some but you still I, see I, some I issues? Think they're, the, they're almost the same. Like they're the, kind of the same player. So someone is okay. gonna need to change, Ooh. like Patsy and Yakinder. Okay, that's the thing. Like it's gonna be interesting to see if like Yakinder does like a Hampus. Oh. Yeah, but I think he... and then in-game leads as the extremity, or I don't know. You're talking about T sides, right? Yeah. Okay, then then yeah, I've... I I think I don't think Yakinda is so. I think he's very flexible, and I think Patsy as well. The I think for me, if I look at the cons, maybe less clash like role-wise and stuff like that. I would just think experience and you transition two players that have never played international teams to to an environment that they play with two American players that. Like Canada and America, so they speak English all their life, and now you're gonna put Patsy, which I'm not sure how he speaks English, but I believe it's good because I played with him in FPLC and it wasn't so bad. Rainwaker speaks English, but I'm, you know, it's you transition from playing in a team in in your own language, in your native language, to somewhere like, you know, different as fuck. Like in Vitality with the Danish and French roster, it was just wasn't so good as people thought. You know, on paper it looks good, but the, the firepower can drop off if communication is bad and as both said the communication outside the game might not even be a thing okay so they need to get acclimated to the new the new conditions uh i guess we can put uh, acclimated uh, to new environment all right because it's also a big organization now like it's a bit it's gonna be a big leap up from what they were getting in spirit and we consider how big liquid is as an org and it's huge for rainwaker as well so to be under this kind of new environment um, I guess one of the pros is the lead time they have for the next major, but that goes for all of the teams, I guess. Mm, so other than yeah. that, I, I guess that's probably about it for Liquid. Do we want to jump on the next team? Yeah. Okay. Uh, next team is going to be Complexity. Uh, yeah. As we know, Fang is the one who got uh, he got he got thrown aside for Mr. Elige coming in. Um, how do we look at this change here? Like, because I think I if think Elige comes hot. in and still thinks he can be a star player, that's great. If he thinks he's just here to coast, that's not great. I think he brings so much experience. Though. It's hard to almost find a con here. Okay. Honestly, like it's such a it's a huge firepower and experience upgrade. 
Like, I think it needs to be a, a good move. Yeah, like it's a good bit. Like when they when they got him, they did like the best they could. I think. Like, yeah, I I can't think of who they could have gotten who would have been a better replacement, like a better player they could have. I think this is in, also in, just in, like objectively out of all of the changes, the change that is like most directly gonna be good. Like it's it's like from the worst case scenario to the best case scenario, like it's so positive. It's just, it, for me, it's what Alige thinks his role as a player is now though. Because yeah. he's only 25. If he thinks I'm done now, it's my job to help out the Grims and the floppies to be the next generation. I don't want to hear that shit. I, I don't think Alige can still be fucking sick. I don't see why that would happen. I honestly think it's like, I think it's the inverse of that. It's like, fuck this, you're a Kindar guy. Now I'm gonna I'm going to be back to playing my own game. I think that's... Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. I think that's what Alige is going to be in, in complexity. And then... I think that's maybe the only con is that maybe he can disrupt something. Can't he disrupt Grim in some way? Like that is the only con that I can see. Okay, like, so Grim, Grim, Grim Elise relationship. Yeah, how is okay. that going to work out? Because I, I don't think like in game the the role overlap is that big. Like they should just set up them two as the main two stars, and then 100%. everyone else should just work around it. And I think like JT and Floppy can anchor, and Halls are copying. I think it just makes sense. I don't think it's any big issue but like that's the only problem i can see in this team okay all right you got anything flames you got anyone out here no, nothing all right simple that was nice and then uh finally the last one will go down to oh, eg man oh what, what do you mean you don't want to do eg no i want to do eg i want to i want to be the main guy eg i want to be you in eg man it's i think first of all who's the who's the coach it's axed oh well, he's, he's gonna be axed soon <laughs> axed is their coach Okay, I have no idea. Okay, so he's I the think... four of them got a promotion from EG Black. Okay, so yeah. Okay, so I don't know this current roster, like how it like how are the players in the in the team. I think automatic is great. But I think if uh if you see the cons, I think it's just that as an organization, EG could probably be getting a roster that is exciting. Okay, so like not a... living up to organization hype. Yeah, it's like so many rumors as well, like with Jacks and, and Electronics, uh, Zorty. That was yeah, fucking sick. Yeah. But I I do believe that was the direct I don't know what dropped off or maybe EG I, I assume that them staying in America benefits all the ESL and Blast and like this kind of people, which is I don't think they have that deal anymore. I don't, don't think, think it's so? in there that they I don't I from what I've heard, I don't think they have to be in America for a certain period of time anymore. I don't think they they get the benefits of that. I think that's that's done now. But you think um, it might be with the sponsors, though, right? Like the yeah, that's always a key one. Yes. Yeah, then you think to yourself, it makes sense. But the roster, I think they could have, like, I think the other pieces on HLTV, it looked good. Like, I'm not sure this roster could be also good. I'm not sure how the players are, but I think they could have just made a, a a way better roster. Well, I think it's good for NA, right? And yeah. NA players, I guess, to know that there's still an avenue to get on a team like this or a complexity because this is everybody's from North America, right? You've got Automatic, you've got Junior, Walco in there, you've got some Hexed, and then you've got uh, Mr. George Snorts, just known as George now. He dropped the Snorts, um, keeping things out of his nose. That's probably a good Ooh. thing. So uh, it's good, good for NA, and it's good to see what some of these players have because they're trying to grind up and do it in that fashion, right? So I think that's a positive to see them embracing a full team but i agree with you in the sense that when you see so many of those big names that they were throwing around it would have been another just menagerie of a roster it would have been another like what the fuck is this and how did this even come together but it would have been exciting names and get to see them how they could could mesh 
Um, yeah, I think I think what Valen said in an interview is essentially it was like two routes. Either they get like one of these Frankenstein rosters, where, rosters where yeah. they get like a lot of different European parts, or like when they couldn't get Zorti because of like complications of buying a player from Russia or whatever, um, and some other like electronic dropped out and whatever, then they are like, okay, then we're just gonna do our yeah. simple NA but thing. Which I, I like don't this more. I don't like this. You I don't think like this, this? Is, I think this they can use Breeze's salary to play for the pay for but the whole team. This, I can't I can't well that that's fine. But like Oh, it's cheap. I'm gonna put that one again. I like that one. <laughs> He's a budget hunter here. It's like but it's organization ambitions though. Like do they want to make major like how can how can you let another transfer period where like so many moves are happening go by without you doing anything? Like this is like how how do you go for Zorti for like two or three weeks and then realize, oh, actually, we, we can't pull it off. Like how... Well, they saw the is, success in Valorant and they want to follow the model. This is, this is the, like the Kassad moment. Who is responsible for this? Fired. But it's true. Like how how is this a thing? Like you, you need to know what is possible, what is not possible and not be like baited into like, oh, I'm going to get, you know, fucking, I don't know, I'm going to go date Taylor Swift. Like you're not going to, you're not you're not she doesn't know who you are bro just chill out and you know go on tinder and see what's available right now you know it's not taylor swift sense. that's what i'm saying she's not on she's not taylor swift and if someone's called taylor swift and has taylor swift she, it's probably bait not, so don't yeah. don't fall for it don't no, fall I, for, for. I thought they had all the monte game religion and apex class to just pick up from i thought you know falcons took balls and mhl but i thought you know we're gonna be i would expect them to be high bidders and Take the the ones that they can't, but I I guess what you said happened. They just they couldn't uh, like they didn't get what they wanted, and then it fell off, and then they decided to stick with what they can build. But uh, but I'm not sure if what they're aiming to is to to make majors and like. It gets easier now that Liquid's not there, right? I know yeah, they all have a region, but yeah, it's yeah. kind of the same, right? Yeah, true. Okay, fair enough. I think the Brazilian rosters, you know, their shuffles, they're gonna. Like, I don't know how it will look like, but if it if it's slightly better and improving more of the Brazilian rosters, I, I think they would have a, the hard time to just make even you know the the major from any any region, yeah, which should be easy on on paper. Well, I I I'm just looking at this because everybody like the, a lot of the North Americans got up in arms when Liquid moved away from the American core. These guys have a completely American team and they're a big organization, so I guess this could be the new hope. But they're not going to be as competitive, hopefully they can grow like we can see them and they could go through that arc of, you know, some young players from a region getting experience and sh showing that they're young and they are hungry and they're not just there to, to cash checks. Cause that's one of the things that's one of the biggest stigmas that's been around North American counter for too long is people just get complacent. They're not hungry. They're just there for like the paycheck. Right. And I know that people need to live and keep the power on, uh, but this is like a high tier competitive pursuit. It's not, you, you shouldn't just be given money because you want to be a professional counter player. That's not how professional counter works. Um, you actually have to be good. Like results are part and parcel of that, right? So, um, I, I hope I I hope that they can at least get something done because if we keep having EG coming last in these partner leagues, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. The world might end. Who who the fuck knows? Um, okay. Well, we didn't do Mouse. Maybe we do Mouse in the future once we know their roster. There's a, still some more changes. Heard, obviously, saw, Game of Legion uh, need to change. Apex are adding Kakanito or something. What'd you hear, Prof? That's on Nito, I think. Um, I watched the uh, Fraber stream and he was playing against uh, Shui, Cyclone, Torji, and Jim Pat. <laughs> they don't give a fuck, man. <laughs> okay. On so, so Jim Pat joining uh, Mouse. That's great. Okay. He's going to be replacing JDC. Uh, that's pretty much confirmed. There you go. Cool. 
I, I, someone, someone was like, oh, I hope this JDC move means we get to see Dexter stay in the team and just get to play as a rifler. I was like, it'd be kind of cool to see Chris just get to rifle and not have to, to call and stuff. But I, I, I don't figure there's a way that happens. It's Sergey's little brother, right? That's this gym pack kid. Yeah. It's, yeah. But Sergey had a crack and his parents were like, well, I guess we'll, we'll try again, shall we? We'll do better on the next time. We got a 16 year old. We'll give it another go. So they're giving it another go. I, I, I don't know. I, I, would have to watch a bit of the kid too. Is he is he sick flames? Jim Pot? Yeah. Yeah. I think in when he joined Mouse Sports with uh Excursion and these guys, I don't think it was so good. Like when we parked against them, I don't think it was like any any threatening piece. But when they left and Mouse made the new NXT, I think it was so good, man. It, it was yeah. I think he's like brilliant at the game. Like in, in some terms, like shooting wise obviously he's up there, but I think it's just very good, and now he's only 16 or 17 or 18. He's 16, like 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16. Yeah, so yeah. this guy, I think it was very good. I'm not sure how he, he mixes in with more voices. So you're gonna go to a team with bigger voices now. Shuhi is like a big, a big voice. I, I assume, like I think I know that he's a big voice. Session is a big voice. Frozen, I'm not sure what what's his status, but you would assume that he has a big voice on what's happening. And then Tozi, I think, is just a chilling, chilling. Getting a piece, he doesn't really care about how well they're how trying to good. replace him with your boy Dexter, aren't they? So, wasn't that wasn't one of the rumors? There was Who? like him Dexter, Dexter to Fnatic uh, or to, to Mouse, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like well, a rumor, like a day ago. I, I doubt Mouse will invest, I doubt like that much because I think getting Shuri back should be if there is a buyout clause or whatever, should be cheaper. But I, I, I know that Dexter is good, right? But like, I'm not sure if. I think overall, if you check his statistic, he's like a top six, top five upper. And then I, I doubt, and I would assume it's more than $100,000. But then I don't know if they will get him, but I, th- I think if they get him, it's, it's going to, you know, it's a very threatening roster. But I think if it, even with Tozzi, I think it's a, it's a good roster. I think Dexter yeah. would definitely be... Do you want to roll playtime through some questions? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? We're Let's at that point that. of the Let's show. All right, I, have, I have one too. We don't even have a playtime thing. So, Dimitri, we don't. Do we? Do we have to pl- play it? Can we just talk? Can we just talk? Let's just talk. Let's just talk. Let's so just talk. This is the, We're playing time right now. If uh, Dexter is a uh, top five, top six hopper, why is he benched on OG? Well, I'm not sure because I wasn't part of this decision as well. Like I, I basically told OG I'm gonna explore elsewhere, and they sort of, um, sort of got me that. I would assume if I'm if I'm outside and I'm looking on it and or like even right now looking on it, I think that when we played with Rigali, it was very good. So I think they they were like they were okay with um, like getting him as a permanent piece. And then I would assume that OG probably thought, and I assume Dexter also has offers right that he would be getting sold out very quick. Um, or it, maybe he goes to Mars Sports eventually, right? But if you look statistic-wise, I'm not sure how it was in the last last season, but uh, I don't think, if you take it into context, like it was OG best player and the team was going downhill and wasn't so good. Like, I think OG would just be more focusing on... Like, I, I think that the direction they took after Valda and Nico was like, you know, uh, developing talent and going as a, as a younger team, even though Dexter is just 20 or 21. Um, but yeah, Dexter is definitely good. Like, you see, it, it, the number he puts and the rounds he, he gives you Having that kind of player in the team is just. It's sometimes sometimes it's just very easy to to play around it. I think they they would they, I would assume that they probably think that there is gonna be someone that wants to buy him, 
um, that he's going to go to. I assume there is many offers for him. Um, but unless, like, from knowing Dexter, he's a guy that wants to win. So even if someone knocks at the door and tells him, yo, you're going to get, like, you know, a very high salary, but that's the roster and he's not going to be so convinced on the roster, he's not going to go there because he wants to win. He wants to he wants to be, uh, like, in a shiny spot in, in, in terms of his team. So... I think I think also in, you probably need to consider that in the context. Like, um, needs someone needs to some probably a lot of people want him, but he's not gonna go for that if if the roster doesn't look promising for him. Doesn't want to waste his time. Kind of like what you did essentially is like, but but you Stop were the market. Yeah, you're like I want to go somewhere where I can win trophies, but you had the benefit of being free and therefore yeah. much easier to get into a into a team. Yeah. Okay, I'm looking at the tweet that was made. Prof, do you have any other off the, the tippy tubby uh, time around there? Do you have something that you like? There was you one there was one here uh that says Israeli super team, who is he picking? Uh your brother or Anakas? I should for the orping role. Oh um if you would play like a, let's just say, let's just yourself. Say, so it's let's your just brother or Anakas here. World Cup of some sort and uh, you know, you're the you're the captain. Who are you picking? I think I'm very biased in this, obviously, but obviously, I, I think I would go with Shushan. Um, Who would have many thought? Of, many He's of the a time, good brother. But I can, I can, I can tell you why I think that. I think Anarchist is very good, but I like the thing is when I look at this roster, I think that Shushan could probably support an IGL better than what Anarchist can. And in this roster, you look at Nerds, Exertion, Spinks, and me. So you basically get players that have played like Star Wars. They're very vocal, and then Shushan is also very vocal, but is he knows how to play sort of the the passive department, which I think Anarchist is like aggressive, which is also it benefits you in some spots. In let's say on T sides, you know, some some players might bait a little bit, uh, and Anarchist is not going to be that guy. But also Shushan, yeah, I'm very biased. I think I think it's obvious. I think Anarchist is, is very. I think they're both very good, um, but I think just into context overall, like Shushan is more uh, more involved in like the Israeli scene. Anarchist is less coming, you know, to team speak to meetups and. So I think Wichusian is just a matter of he's like a better friend of the players and he's my big brother. And then you have um, and then you have Anarchist that is less friends with us. He's, he's still like in okay uh, I, I think Chushan, yeah, I'll just go with Chushan. All right. There you go. All right, we got it out of him. Uh, what else we got here? Uh top three entry fraggers at the moment. Oh. Overall? Without yeah. without yourself, let's but, let's but, not put yourself. What's an entry fragger nowadays, man? Like yeah, people... well, you define it. What do you want? What do you want it to be? Who well, do you say, like watching? So let's so let's say like room takers. I assume yeah, space like people, takers, space takers, taking some okay. risks. But I think I think you have to go with Nico. Um, somewhere in the top three, I'm not gonna rank it exactly right. I think Nico. Then I would say. I think I think Nico and then I, who was the guy man I forgot there was someone that I, I thought about that he was oh Yekindar yeah Yekindar that is also there and then I think then Staven is probably in, like you know like heroic like Tessas is also good in some ups but I saw some ups that Staven is like a play there or maybe it was in the past I haven't watched heroic in a long time but whoever heroic is and then Rain I think so I think yeah I think Nico Yekindar and then I would go for Rain slash whoever heroic has on their spots. Okay. All right. Uh, we got another good one here. Someone asking uh, how you're going to deal with the mandatory military service. And he's asking like for Sphinx as well. Who would imagine it would clash with you playing oh, no, no, practicing we, out. Like the, the military service. No, but yeah. we were far behind that. I'm not going to explain so much about what happened, but it's not going to be issues. A in problem. The, yeah, there's not going to be a problem. 
Okay. Okay. Very nice. All right. Uh, uh, there is a question. I don't remember this. I'm, maybe I'm blanking now. But uh, the question was: Did the ninja defuse of Esetag have anything to do with Nexa going on a hiatus for the next three? Yeah, the next that, three I read that one as well. I was like, what? I can't remember this ninja defuse at all. Oh yeah, I remember that. We, we played Phase Clan in Blast, and we start coming back. I think we start winning some rounds. It was like eight four Ancient, and oh. then Esetag and Borky go from City. You remember when Ancient? was updated it was in the player break and yeah, we played. Yeah, yeah, i had yeah. no idea that i need to run away from the bomb right and ah. then we play some practices and i'm like what the fuck is happening when i die so then we know that we need to run away and we need to do it like oh yes 10 seconds before the time the, the pop right and because ancient a site is so like it's so fast to go diffuse because the site is very small and the city connection like where you can hide is very fast to the a site on ancient so basically if broken and asset i just go out and diffuse man and like I only have bad memories from from Donut and A site diffusers, man. <laughs> I also had another one with Hobbit that did diffuse on 15-14 against us with Neofog and Dexter alive. And since then, man, I was thinking maybe we should go nuke. Fuck this map, man. <laughs> <laughs> this Donut shit, man. Fucking. Well, man. you were with Vitality. You won't be playing any Ancient, right? Oh yeah, sure, sure. Oh maybe like. Oh shit! I yeah. Oh, <laughs> too much. Sure, they're training him well already. All right, sweet. Prof, you got anything else there for, uh, for Flames? Uh, there's a question for everyone. Okay. What's your favorite drink? Drink? I only, I only drink water. I only drink water, but if if they ask uh, alcohol-wise, I, I don't really drink alcohol, but when I, I was lit, like drinking it a little bit, I think it was a uh, whiskey with cola, and I think Config was the guy. Like, that's the only thing I tried, I think. <laughs> You <laughs> didn't do this on purpose, I promise. That's going to be great for the forums. Coca-Cola? Uh, you call it Coca-Cola? No, no, no. no. no the convict and alcohol in the, the same. Oh. oh, okay, okay. <laughs> no, I was in Denmark. It was online. And then he was like, you should try Jay and Coke. Which is like with this Danish accent, I said, okay, <laughs> give it. I tried. I drank it. But the only time I got drunk was in my brother's wedding. And then that's it. I, I never drink it other than that. What I, I would say that the one that tastes the, the best for me is... Uh, I think it's like a grape juice, probably you call it like grape juice. Yeah, grape juice. I I really like it. Okay, all right. So water and some some Jack and Coke. All right. Uh, I like <laughs> water as well, Prof. And and uh, coffee. That's what I got. What's on yeah, your list? Yeah, I didn't I didn't, didn't really take you as a coffee enjoyer. I love do you have, good do you coffee. Have, uh, what's the name of that coffee guy? James Hoffman or something? No. No, no, I don't. No, I don't what, no, no. I think he's, he's, pretty, he's a pretty nice voice, like old British dude, like pretty, pretty good videos. He loves the coffee, does he? He does. He loves the I'll brew. Check him out. What, what are you? I, what are I, you consuming? I enjoy, I enjoy a, a water. Um, I've been on a, a wine diet for a oh, while. Okay. What's Red Bull as well, man? You like this one, right? Oh no, I don't like Red Bull. It gives you wings. I don't. I don't like any <laughs> drinks. Actually, I'm not really a fan of that. So. But I like uh, any cocktail. Like I had this cocktail phase. Like I was making some at home. Um, I need to get back into that. Okay, nice. All right. Um, I guess we're we got any we got anything else? We're pretty good. It's been a good, good episode. It's been a fun we're episode. Plans? You want to say anything to people at home? You want to say hi to anybody? You want to tell Patsy that you you beat him in the next park or something that you guys queue? Oh, yes. um, no, no, no. I have. A, wait. How does it work, by the way? Like, let's say, let's say we close. Do you close the stream instantly? You want to get hosted? You're going to stream. I want. I want my brothers to get hosted. Yeah, we can host him for you. That's yeah, fine. So, so is he yes, streaming yeah. right now? Let me check. Yeah, he's watching. He's watching us right now. I can post him right here. Yeah. Wait, I, uh, yeah I still need some things. Yeah. So once we finish, Dimitri can host the our stream. Perfect, Dimitri. Thank you. 
Yeah, there we go. So that's what that's all you wanted to say. You didn't want to say anything else? Um, I have nothing. I, I think project is going to be exciting in Vitality. I'll just say that. Okay, w- one question uh, for the end. What is your uh, personal goal in terms of development? Obviously, you want to with lift trophies and stuff like that. But as a player, what are you looking for, like developing in yourself? Mostly, it's going to be that. I, I try to become more disciplined as a, as, as a, like as a player as well. That, you know, I, I can go back to being from aggressive to a little more passive. But I, I think generally, I just want to develop my, my uh, like how I see the game. In OG, we played a lot of stats, a lot of like executes. I was, you know, B side, I go out first. A side, I go out first. And there wasn't so much learning process in that. So I think with with uh, vitality now, I think some you know more defaults are gonna be mixed at least than what we had in OG. I think it's developing like how I envision the game to be, how the pieces can work around me. But yeah, it's it's mostly like I want to discipline myself in the game. That's the the thing that I think will improve me the most right now. Uh, that's sort of it. Like in vitality, there is some things that I I need to work on a lot, um, which is gonna be like you know if there is gonna be new roles and stuff like that, and I wanna stand up to the to the occasion and be very quick with it and very efficient with it. So I'm gonna just I don't know. I just play CS man and I think it works out if you if you do the correct things outside of it. Cool. Nice. All right, sweet. Well uh I guess that's us, prof. Are we doing yeah. another episode next week? We should. We gotta pick two. a day. Maybe Tuesday. Right. What do you think yeah. about Tuesday? Yeah that works for me. I need another week. I'm free. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> you know, just losing faces. Like going out with the friends man. Yeah, well, you know, man, what I do is I get up and I lose face at games and I do podcasts. That's my life. Uh, just giving away ELO to everybody out there. All right. Well, that's another episode of uh, HTV Confirmed. Thank you for joining us, Flame. It's been fun. You're always a lovely personality to talk to. And uh, yeah, it's always always great to chit-chat. So we've learned a lot tonight. We went over some of the changes again. We've gone over the recent news. We spoke about Flames and the Vitality move. And a uh, quick shout-out to our sponsors one more time, Bitskin, Still Series, and 22Bet. That's another episode of HTV Confirmed. Thank you for Dimitri filling in for Lucas for this week and we'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Bitskins.com. Best Esports Odds. VIP program and a variety of bonuses. Fast and easy withdrawals. Bet on every possible CSGO match and tournament. As well as any other esports game. Only on 22 Bet.